seven o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program, it's the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello, Rain. Hello. Are you feeling... I was not blinded by the light. No, you were not. Uh, but uh, the smartest the smartest person in the White House ever stared straight into it. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit here. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, it, well, you know, it could be good. It could be good because everybody, hey, that would be the blind leading the blind then. Um, and uh, also joining us, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome, sir. Yes, uh, I took a nap during the eclipse. Well, old man, no crime I nap. actually slept through it. Yep. Uh, hey, That's no okay. ageism here. So uh, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. You, I, you guys I, know I have nothing but the utmost respect for Joe. That's right. Hey, I'm going to be 75 the next time this happens. But the next time it happens, it'll happen partially in Pennsylvania. You know that. Yes. The the yeah. full eclipse will go through Erie. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah. And Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And, uh, of course, welcome to the show in our rotating co-host's uh, position tonight, or rototer, as I mistaking, mistakenly referred to it at one point, uh, Mr. Adam Hebert from Mike Check Radio. Hello, sir. Hello. And, and if Trump, if Schittler does go blind from what he did the other day, will that mean he was blinded by science? Uh, it could very well be. But as we all know, uh, the Trump, the Trump cult... And his, uh, uh, you know, offshoot, you know, they don't care about science, you know, seriously, you know, no, he was science. Who cares about science? Yeah, I'm going to go with was, no Adam. I'm going to say Adam, he was blinded by the light, just like a douche. I was going to sing that later. <laughs> Were you? Yeah, you but go. I had to come up with some more lyrics besides douche. <laughs> douche is pretty good. Blinded uh, by the light. So, uh, too like a douche in the White House in the night, not like the mooch in the White House. Um, so, all right, here we go. Yeah, so yesterday, um, I went on to the wool top of the Woolworth parking garage in downtown Cleveland, and uh, fortunately, uh, one of my co workers had a pair of Eclipse glasses. So, I mean, it was still really bright, but I'll tell you what was really odd about the whole thing was the daylight was so eerie and weird. You know, it it kind of sort of almost felt like dusk, but the light was just off, you know? 
and uh, it was really neat. Yeah, but yeah, I got to look through the the uh, eclipse glasses a few times, and uh, it was stunning. It was really stunning. And um, I also made a weird discovery with my iPhone, is that I and this I this is awesome science right here. So anybody you you know, especially if you've seen a J.J. Abrams film, you've seen lens flares. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, uh, if you get a lens flare from the sun in your camera, it typically appears like a little round ball. And that is like the light of the sun bouncing around in, in your lens. And it, it um, creates an image of the face of the sun. That's what that little round ball is. It's literally a representation of the face of the sun. Now, during an eclipse, it when you get that lens flare... It doesn't show up as a circle. It shows up as whatever stage of the eclipse the the sun is in. So I fortunately lucked into a few, and I'll upload the others later. But if you go to my Facebook page, there is one picture where um, I isolated the lens flare, which it, and it's it's totally an illusion. That's not you know that was in my lens. You know it was not above the building that you see it above. But um, there you know but technically is an image not a direct image it is an image of the eclipse at that stage that i was viewing it and don't worry i wasn't pointing my camera straight at the uh, the uh you know i wasn't staring in the, into the sun with my camera i actually was doing it like at an angle and i was looking at the lens of my camera as i got the sun into position with it so so my eyes are okay unlike sleazy don or anti-science don and if anybody is, is any okay so everybody saw the pictures with with trump staring straight into the the eclipse yes yep uh, uh, god almighty <laughs> i bet you you know if if you know he had been in raiders of the lost ark when indy said don't look you look at what no i gotta look so one thing I did notice, one thing I did notice is that when he looked at the sun, Melania didn't smack his hand away. She didn't do anything. That's like, good. Go that's good. We'll give a Melania and uh, Amen for that. Thank you. So, uh, so yeah, so that that was my experience. And and Ray and I saw you had a few pictures uh, of the eclipse uh, going on in your neck of the woods as well. Yeah, they weren't that great. They weren't that great. I mean, I tried to I tried to put my um, eclipse glasses over my phone. And uh-huh. it, you know, it just it didn't work out, and that's it, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it was just cool seeing it. Mm-hmm. I did the same was, with, the, and I got a just a, a little ball of light in in an all black field when I tried to do the uh, um, the camera through the the uh, eclipse lenses. It didn't work. So, you know, the nice thing, though, is having had the opportunity, because we were here in D.C., where we were, it was, I think we were 82 percent, which is yeah. which is pretty good. You know, that's pretty good. And it, like you, it didn't get dark. It got kind of no. an eerie grayness that felt like it was around seven o'clock, but there was still sun. But it, and it was and still the shadows oh, were going in the wrong direction. Yeah. 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 It was odd. It was very odd. So, what did you say, Adam? I, I said it was kind of like dusk. Yeah, it was kind of like dusk, but the light was so much different, you know? 
Yeah. There was, there was just something very, very weird about it. But, of course, it's, you know, because it was an eclipse. We all know the reason why. But it just, it had a really cool, eerie quality to it that I liked. And especially being up on a relatively tall building, too, was nice. You know, I think the Woolworth uh, parking garage is about eight stories. Not that tall. You That's know, a it, lot of cars. So, yeah, it's a lot of cars. A lot of cars. Um and uh, the thing I really liked is that, you know, being that I got to see it through those glasses, I appreciate the photos that I see online mm-hmm. even more. Yes. Oh, me too. Me and, too. Uh, yeah, and look, we're already we're already making plans for the next eclipse. We might be in the Finger Lakes or maybe even Cleveland. Oh, very cool. Cleveland. Very cool. That sounds it, great. It could happen. That sounds great. And um, also, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy cases of Eclipse glasses between now and then, and I'm going to sell them on the street and make a huge fucking profit. That's really smart. <laughs> it's really, really smart. Because they probably cost nothing now. <laughs> you know? Uh, I'll, I'll, hey, I should do that. I bet I could pay off my student loans. There you go. There you go. I mean, there were so many people downtown. It would have been so easy. I could have, you know, just, you know... I could have gotten a couple bucks a pair. It would have been great. But the libraries were giving them out uh, down here, but they there was a pretty pretty good run on them. So they all went out. But uh, Francie brought up, uh, she, she said that they were at 77%, and, it, and she said it got greenish. That's exactly what it was like here. It was like, it wasn't like that reddish light of, uh, you, you know, know sun, sunset. It was, it, was, it, it was kind of a weird greenish kind of gray. When when she wrote that in the chat, she's she's reminded me of, yeah I can I can yeah it was a little bit greenish like the, there was a strange color, and it wasn't necessarily twilight but I do remember when I was in Atlanta, I experienced my first tornado. Yeah. And the 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 color I wouldn't say it wasn't the sky, but it was the atmosphere. That it took on like a greenish yellowish hue back then. Yes. And it was very similar what happened yesterday. Yeah, I lived through uh, the tornado that tore through um, my neck of the woods down in Columbiana County. Uh, man, it was like 1984, I think. I'd have to find out the exact date. I know I was pretty young. But um, speaking of which, it started raining. But the skies were very yellow after that. So yeah, I know exactly that color you're talking about. And if this, if I ever notice the sky get that color, then it's raining or anything, I freak out <laughs> because oh yeah, living through a tornado is some scary shit. Um, so uh, uh but Adam, did you uh, did you encounter uh, the eclipse at all? Actually, yes. Uh, people in receiving at my store on Fort Rucker were passing around glasses and asked me if I wanted to take a look, and I did. And I mean, I, the thing about the the eclipse glasses is they actually make it so the eclipse stands out a lot more than oh, you yeah. would think it would. And you know, it filters out. You know, it filters out a lot of. You know, excess light you know excess light and it you know like i said i got the tail end of it as the as the moon was moving away from the sun mm-hmm. and uh it was it was beautiful yeah i saw i saw a little bit i saw a little bit of it uh when it was starting and a little bit when it was ending go ahead rain i i came out like every few minutes I came outside to watch it and we had some nice fluffy clouds that were happening not like the, it would we had very few fluffy clouds mm-hmm. and 
you know, what uh, Adam is saying, how it, it pretty much blacks out everything because the sun's light, as we all know, is so intense. But it was so cool to see the clouds float going over, you know, the, or under. It's actually under. But to see the clouds going over, and I was like, oh, that's gorgeous. At certain points, the sun looked like the moon. Yeah. Because of the clouds. It was, it was really, it was quite special. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was, uh, but um, Joe, you took a nap, though. But uh, did you, you checked out some of the images after the fact? Yeah, I, I, I got scared actually. I, <laughs> I I thought I thought a dragon was eating the sun. Oh, okay. So I hid. Yeah. Uh, well, sense. you know, well in Norse mythology, it said that uh, at Ragnarok, uh, Hadian's skull will eat the sun and moon. So, you know. Uh, well, no one explained see- it to me, Adam. Nobody told me. <laughs> I, I was, you know, I was outside and I was, I was getting dark. I thought, should I go to sleep? <laughs> You know, is it the dragon eating the sun? I didn't know. I found out later it was an eclipse. Well, I will I will say that when you see something like this, it's easy to understand why primitive humans would see something like this and become, become convinced that the world was ending. Yes. Yes. Actually, I did, I did watch it. I, I watched it on, on MSNBC. Very good. Very good. Yes. And I, I, thought, I thought it was, you know, I am I, planning... Uh, if I make it to 75 years old, I'm planning to travel to Erie or Cleveland. Joe. Hey. <laughs> Joe, you're yeah. going to live forever or die trying. That's what you need to tell yourself. There you go, Joe. Well, whatever. But uh, you That's know, what I, I tell my grandma. If I'm here in seven years, I may be in Cleveland with Kenny uh, on his roof yeah. uh, looking at the eclipse. What it, well, you know. Did anybody um, get a chance to see Shep Smith's? I put, I put yes. a little. I, I saw a little I bit. I put of a it. link in the chat, but Shep Smith was absolutely hysterical, <laughs> mocking, mocking the eclipse, and it wasn't mean. It was, it was just, it, it really did look like he did not want to be at work covering mm, the eclipse. Yeah, yeah. CNN, they were ecstatic covering it. Um, and uh, oh, oh, I want to. Uh, um, oh, thank you, Michelle. She, I, I printed uh, and Caitlin, Chris. They they commented. My uh, old dad said he wore his welder's helmet. That's smart. Mm-hmm. So they were sold out cool. around here. Welder's helmets? No way. Yes. Nice. Nice. Yes. I'll bet so. you there's gonna. I bet you there's gonna be a lot of people returning welder's helmets to this week. Oh, you <laughs> those dicks. Or, or, or go on eBay and. And search for mm-hmm. uh, welders' helmets. <laughs> well, you know, hey, if, if if you guys want, we'll we'll, we'll uh, have an eclipse party uh, uh, in Cleveland. We'll we'll make it happen. That, that, that sounds that great. Could, so, what that is that? 20, 2024 eclipse. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. And uh, I'll be forty-four. A- April. I'll be forty-four. April eighth. All right. So, uh, time and date. I'm looking at it right now. So what? Uh, Got to find out what day of the week it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> April eighth, twenty twenty four. I have to see if the nursing home will let me out. But you know, I'll be there. Joe, stop! Jeez, <laughs> oh, stop it. Um, but uh, anyway, um, you know, it, my sister didn't have the glasses, and mm-hmm. I have two sisters. So my one sister, who really wanted to watch this, was talking to my other sister, and she actually came over and gave her two pieces of um, x-ray film because they work in the industry. Ah. 
and she made her own out of two pieces of the x-ray film mm. i thought that was kind of unique and she's not blind mm. so that's good i understand if if you if you're orange you could just squint and you didn't need the glasses well you know what trump said this is unreported i this is breaking news from sources Trump said, look, my hands are so big that when I put my finger up, I can make the sun go away. <laughs> uh, if he's dependent on his hands, Come he's on, man, blind. That was funny. It's a, he's blind. This is also on a Monday, everyone, just so you know. So I'll try and take that Monday off. Um, uh, it was you funny, better put right? in Very for good. it now, Kenny, please. I will. Yeah, probably so, because yeah. they're kind of dicks at yeah. my bo- my job. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> um, all right. So uh, before we uh, before we get uh, go go completely um, too close to the off break the here. Yeah, not off the rails. Um, but uh, uh, yes, I have a very special announcement I would like to make everybody. In case anybody has not seen my Facebook page, uh, I and and many of you have heard me talk about this over and over and over again, but. Ladies and germs, you are listening to the Granger Danger 7 Chili Champion, August 19, 2017. That's right. That's me, everybody. And I'm going to give myself a Bob, Bobby Briggs. Amen. Amen! So, um, yes, I went to... I am, what's that? I am so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I am, too. <laughs> yeah. And if anybody hasn't seen, I won the Golden Toilet Trophy. Uh, my yep. chili will not put you on a toilet, but I'll tell you what—it's an awesome trophy. I've, I now have yes. a golden toilet. It, it was made—I mean, this was a professionally made trophy. It weighs like four pounds. It's a big piece of metal mounted on a wooden thing. It was funny because I was talking to this one guy there, and he's like, "You realize what you hold in your hand right now? At some point, will be passed down to some family member of yours in the future." <laughs> oh, I'm like, geez. "Yeah, that's great." So I I don't know I don't know who's getting this in the will but uh, it's uh, it's it's a you know what this is your inheritance yeah I'll probably give it to one of the Noah or Jacob he, um so he is, he is Kenny of House Pick destroyer yeah. of thunder buckets yes uh so the uh, so this is what I did for the chili um I I I wanted a gimmick but I didn't want to deviate from my usual chili science so i'd been sitting on the venison for a while because a buddy of mine at work uh he needed to stop eating it because his doctor said you need to stop eating it and um i uh and i i wrote it out so i'm gonna go i'm gonna just go kind kind of read um some of this stuff from it um because it's you know I, i don't have any qualms sharing and there's a reason why i'm doing the setup for this because we're going to announce a contest next segment, everybody. And uh, it's going to be exciting. You guys are going to like it, especially one of the prizes. So uh, here we go. I'm going to go ahead and give you a little bit of what went into this chili because it, it just, you know, I'll ramble forever if I don't um, don't just read it here. So, uh, but I got to find it. Here it is. Here it is. All right. So, the night before, I put my crock pot on low with one big can of tomato juice, one green bell pepper, one half Vidalia onion, four stalks of celery, all diced. A lot of people use more onion than me. I don't like using a ton of onion. I I think it's too overpowering. And it will be very farty if you use a lot of onions. I think the celery kind of negates that. Um, and uh, And then I put in a small venison tenderloin. 
And if you do this, you could use a small steak or a pork chop or something like that. I just want wanted to get something to get the meat flavor started in this, you know. Um, and then I added uh, four ground dried chili peppers, one chopped dried ancho pepper. They're big peppers. The ancho peppers are big. Um, and uh, added about two teaspoons of cumin, two teaspoons of beef broth powder, one teaspoon black pepper, one half bottle of beer, and one grated clove of garlic. About 12 hours later, I added three cans of chili beans and gravy. That is a bit of a cheat on my end, but I it, it works every time. Uh, two cans of rinsed black beans. One of, one of the cans of black beans I used said it had jalapenos in it, but I didn't see them or smell them, but I didn't rinse them. So that one I threw, threw everything in because I figured maybe there was some kind of jalapeno in there. I don't know. And... Um, let me see then uh three tablespoons of frank's red hot uh a third of a jar of salsa i don't know why but salsa always does something kind of magic it kind of gives a bit of a sweetness to that without having to add sugar um a half table a uh, teaspoon of onion powder i have a really good penzi toasted onion powder right now um which again is kind of a little more mellow than onion powder um, and a half teaspoon of Japanese pepper. This is something I lucked into at the Asian market, which is really good. It's a very aromatic kind of black pepper. It's really nice. One teaspoon of chili oil. Um, you can find that just about anywhere. Not too much of that stuff, though, because it'll pool on the top and get gross. Um, a fourth teaspoon of uh, Berber seasoning. Uh, and that's kind of like um, almost like a, an African curry. It's kind of like curry, but not really. Um, but it, it's very hot, so you don't want to use a ton of it. Penzi Spices makes a good uh, Berber season. I misspelled it on the Facebook post I made. It's a B R B E. I'm sorry, B E R B E R E. Apparently, West Carscadden is a big fan of Berber seasoning, as well. Uh, one teaspoon cayenne, and uh, I let all that cook on high for about three hours. Um, at the end, I cut in hang on i'm gonna pop up um from facebook um at the end i cut and added the kernels of two ears of sweet corn and fried one pound of ground venison with salt pepper and penzi's venison sausage seasoning and added that dead last um i also deglazed the venison pan with a little water and added that for fun i reduced the heat to low for one more hour and then put it on warm until we hit the road about two hours later and um, I, I also noted that I probably missed a few spices, and I'm now remembering at least one. I put in probably about half a teaspoon of ground mustard as well. So, so that's an that's a important one. And also, and if you don't have venison, um, of course, you can also... Uh, the next time I do it, I think I'm going to get at least one or two um, uh, eye of round steaks. And put those in the night before uh, with the tomato juice and everything. And I'll tell you what, the tomato juice is amazing. That's the only tomato product outside of the salsa that I added later that I use in this thing. I do recommend adding fresh tomatoes is always good. But, you know, the, the tomato sauce, or I'm sorry, tomato juice, the big can of tomato juice, it gave it the consistency basically of Wendy's chili by the time everything was done with that and the That's beer. That's really interesting. Yeah. And um and it it's uh, so it was it was had a nice gravy to it, it but it was it was wasn't too thick wasn't too thin perfect you know consistency and it had nice big you know pieces of meat and you know diced vegetables and everything so um it, yeah because sometimes you you know you can get too thick of a broth 
on chili. I used to like it really thick. Now I kind of like it to have. Um, I find if it's too thick, it it, it, it it the spice doesn't even out and the flavor doesn't even out. And by the way, this chili, it is it does have heat, but it is not your your eye. The bags under your eyes aren't going to sweat. You know, <laughs> your eyelids rather. Um, you know, you're not going to be in pain. Um, it's an even, consistent heat that does not interfere with any of the flavors. Everything is really well balanced. I'm going to be a douche and say, the flavor profile is astounding. But no, I'll finish up here in a sec. Um, but yeah, so the, the, the spice combination, the, the uh, fresh ingredient combination, the canned beans, the, the, can, you know, the juice, the salsa, the hot sauce, all that stuff, and the beer. Um, you know, I don't, I don't add, it, add it. And another thing, too, if you want to skip the beer, you know, uh, because uh, that's the only thing that makes this not gluten free. If you have anybody gluten free, so you could maybe just add a little chicken stock or uh, add wine or something. You know, I think that would be fine. But yeah, so it was a very, very perfect um, kind of across the board heat and flavor. Um, I think the fl- you know, had just as much flavor as it did heat, and neither one took away from the other. So that's that's where I am with that. But Adam, what were you going to say? Well, I'm going to say that uh, everything you're telling, telling, saying reminds me. You know, cooking is basically a science, and it's like chemistry. You add this to that, that to this, and if you mess up, everyone dies. That's true. <laughs> but what were you going to say, Ray? I didn't know it was that extreme, but well, <laughs> you don't want Everybody to. Everybody has to go to the toilet. Yeah, no That's chicken, funny. no chicken tartar. So, <laughs> but uh, or chicken pepperoni mustard in there. Yeah, it wasn't a ton of, of uh, you know, ground mustard, but, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, just dry mustard, whatever you call that. Um, I think I just used McCormick, nothing fancy, but I think a fancier mustard might actually add more to it. Yeah, mustard is one of those uncelebrated seasonings. Mm-hmm. I think it's quite forgotten about because we think of it as just mustard. Oh, another you thing, know? another another thing I added to it was just probably a few dashes of celery salt too so we've I, talked I, about this that's yeah. one of my favorite so yeah. well for me it's celery seed but so now we'll, yeah. now we know what we're going to have at the eclipse party in 2024 sure <laughs> sure and but i'll tell you what we're going to talk about this a, just a little bit more after the break but the chili actually it's uh, i'm not going to mail you chili as a prize for our contest but one lucky person for this contest we're doing will get all uh, they will get a dry spice combination all of my measurements for the award-winning chili with notes on all the other ingredients you'll need because i know some of my ingredients are a little obscure hard to find you know and i'll also send the dried peppers with them so you don't even have to hunt those down you can just get your cans of stuff and your meat and um you know some franks and some salsa and all that stuff and you'll be good to go and you can test it on your own and let me know how you feel so that is going to be and and we're coming up with the name of a product everyone but the details there are there are very important details you'll need to know about the product and um and uh yeah so um multiple products will be coming up with but we're going to pick our favorite from that and the top prize will be a batch of my award-winning chili seasoning uh, well, the seasoning didn't get the award. The whole batch did, but you know it'll get you on the right track. So hopefully that sounds fun to everybody, and uh, we'll we'll um, get submissions on 
the turnips page or email or something like that, and we'll uh, um, uh, hopefully get enough submissions that we can vote between now and Friday and uh, have some fun. But yeah, so details coming up after the break, everybody. Don't you go nowhere. We'll be right back with me, Joe, Rain, and Adam right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com Hey, this is Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly.
kiss you in the mouth. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! I've worse. It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And I did read this statement the other day on Southern Progressive Revival, but the White House did make uh, uh, put out a statement from Trump about the eclipse. Uh, I'll read it here for everybody right now because I think it's very important. Uh, It says, you know, everybody's talking about the eclipse and how it it must be a sign from God that I'm making America great again. I heard from several scientists that it only happens once every million years or so, and everybody's telling me about how Obama never had an eclipse. I don't want to say, so I'm not going to say it, but Obama never had an eclipse, did he? How great can he be if he never even had an eclipse? So thank you. Um, <laughs> but of course, that was actually a little gag that uh, Kenny Pick Sr. posted in uh, the Turnips page. Uh, and I found it quite amusing. Uh, so thanks you for know sharing what, that. Ken? Yeah. I can see him saying that in real life tonight. Oh, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. So, and of course, welcome back, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hi, everybody. And uh, Joe I still Sam- have my eyesight, and I'm still not under Russian investigation. Oh, that's good. That's very good. Double the d- double hasn't called me. That, oh yeah. So, and of course, uh, Joe Santorsa in Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. We're always squinting here in the Electric City because we're electric. That's right, and it's it makes electric. you squinty. 
and uh, <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, uh, oh, and it was a lot of fun uh, joining you and Tim on Sunday as well. I like did uh, the the whole gamut. I did every show except Mike Check Radio this time around. He was making the Sunday rounds. Yes, just yeah. like just just, just like uh, Lindsey Lindsey Graham. Graham. Yeah. <laughs> so, gee, thanks. I'm the Lindsey Graham of Turn Up the Night. <laughs> you are the Lindsey Graham and and John McCain of the uh, Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe, you had to because you just won a major award. I, that's true. A major that's award. True. I had to go pat Did myself say, on the back and not dislocate my shoulder while doing so. Was it so. Italian? Did it say Fragilia? It said Fragili. Fragili. It's a award. And, of course, uh, joining us uh, from said Mike Check Radio with Adam Ebert. Thanks for letting me have the night off, boss, so I could go uh, make a clean sweep. Yeah, well, I'm glad that my with this crock pot or on it speech helped you to win. Yes. And, uh, oh, yeah, so a couple couple more things on, on the uh, – I didn't get to tell anybody my, my uh, acceptance speech. And this is it, word for word. I'd like to thank all the Little Peppers – and little beans and Bambi, you'll be missed. <laughs> so <laughs> it went over pretty well. It went over pretty well. So, um, and uh, how, many, how many other entries were there, Ken? <laughs> two. <laughs> oh, okay, let's say 200. Uh, that's the thing. I wasn't going to tell anybody how many entrants there were. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> but sorry. but if, if asked, I wasn't going to lie. Um, but there were two, and I, I'll tell you what, it didn't hurt that both the, the other two submissions were hot garbage. So, uh... <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sorry. But you know what hurts? It's okay. They came hey. in second and third. Well, you know what? I not only won the trophy, I got the people's choice, too. There you go. So, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, in times past, there's been like 20 crockpots there. I thought the competition was going to be really stiff. Somebody else was like, th- there was going to be a fourth person. I'm like, please let him come. I want the competition because I'm that confident that my chili is that good. Um, but I felt bad for one of the other people in it because I wa- walked through, like, the, they set up the chili in the garage on these, you know, party tables. And uh, they have, you know, power strips everywhere so you can plug them in. And um, on the other side of the garage, they have um, they have garbage cans for all the beer bottles and plates and cups and everything. And sitting on top of one of the uh, garbage cans was a full bowl of the, one of the other person's chili. Oh. That's not appropriate. You turn the bowl upside down. And then mash it down. If, and put if, it in. Yes, you hide. Put something else over. They they just put it there. Just like that's where that belongs. Boy, that's a statement. Yeah, it's yeah. Cold. So, and I also have a picture of of my chili crockpot scraped clean. I mean, there was like maybe a bean and a cor- kernel of corn in it, you know. So. Uh, but yeah, so it, I, I thought there was going to be a lot more competition. That's that's why I, I messaged the. Uh, Mike Check Radio group, group uh, early in the night, and I said, "I think I got this." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell him why. <laughs> so, so Adam, uh, Miles, Michelle, John. Did. That's how. Uh, did I tell you there was only three? I don't remember. Maybe I did. No, you didn't say so. anything about numbers, but you seemed to to think uh, the other the the competition was weak. 
Yeah. Well, the one, like I said, somebody was just throwing it away. And the thing is, too, I feel bad about this. It was vegan chili, and this was a meat crowd. You know? Oh. I mean, this this okay, was a meat know. crowd. And the other one was just like spicy pork, and it, I didn't think it had beans or any tomato or anything like that. And it was it, and people were like crying when they were eating it because, you know, they just broke out into a sweat and their face turned red. And you know, it's like I, I like heat, I do, but I, I, it's not, you know, I don't do that kind of heat. It's just, you know, I mean, I will if I'm, I'll spice something up for me and eat it that way. But I won't make a whole batch of something because, you know... There's something to be said about having heat that... I'm going to be a jerk now and say that fits the flavor profile. You know, heat is good if it makes sense. I cannot stand food that is hot just for being hot. For the sake of being hot, yeah. You know, if that's what I like, then I would just drink Tabasco. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so uh, here's where we get to the contest, everybody. First, I need to read a quick story for everyone um, because this is this is really important. And also, before I read this story, I didn't think I could like uh, dislike fidget spinners more, but I was wrong. So here you go. This comes to us from Mediaite. New front in Breitbart's hashtag war. Websites start hawking Bannon-branded fidget spinners. This is from Mediaite by Aiden McLaughlin. Um, They have run an ad on their website saying, Leftists need comfort at times like these. Give them the Steve Bannon fidget spinner, a great distraction in between pulling down monuments. Yeah. So this is where it gets good. The latest battle in Breitbart's hashtag war against the White House, globalists, and the corporate media is being fought with a new weapon, Steve Bannon Steve Bannon branded fidget spinners. As spotted by the Hill's Will Summer, Breitbart has begun hawking fidget spinners, bearing the former White House uh, chief strategist's face along with hashtag war. War was something of a catchphrase for the right-wing website uh, founder Andrew Breitbart and was tweeted um, uh, by one of its editors after firing the firing of Bannon. And, um, oh yeah, and it says, uh, give them this pacifying item that will give them something to do in between pulling down monuments or keep one for yourself. Um, after he was dumped from Trump's White House last week, Bannon returned to the website he once chaired as, and has breathless, been breathlessly promoting his plans to crush the opposition in comments to reporters. After referring to himself as Bannon the Barbarian. <laughs> he, uh, I'm sure, yeah, he's, he probably helped uh, Trump pillage buckets of KFC. Um, you, you know, know what? I just in between in, Steve, in between tongue to tip sessions. Go ahead. So Steve Bannon looks like every single one of the sunspots you'd get from looking into the total eclipse. Yeah, there you go. He's, there you go. He's like Steve he's, Bannon he's, looks like a mole I had removed off my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Give you the the real stuff. Um, and um, thanks for that mental image, Joe. It's all right. Yes. And it, uh, it, it was. 
It was hairy, just like his face. There you go. <laughs> After referring to himself yeah. as Bannon the Barbarian in an interview with the Weekly Standard, the Breitbart chairman said he was going to war for Trump against his opponents, a diverse group into which Bannon lumps Democrats, Hill Republicans, and his foes inside the White House, from economic uh, advisor Gary Cohn to Trump's son-in-law Jared Kushner. To join the big war, you can buy the fidget spinners, seven ninety-five for one, fifty-nine ninety-two for a ten-pack, if you're a, a nutcase, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, on Breitbart's web store. So eight dollars. I see those things for ninety-nine cents at the discount store. And you think the Trump cultists are going to spend eight dollars to get? The face of that little tr- yes, they will. Fool, yeah. Fools in yeah. their money. I was about to say, you know, look if if Donald Trump stood out on the White House lawn tomorrow, started throwing puppies and kittens into a wood chipper, they would be rushing out to buy Trump brand wood chippers. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So, I, I mean, seriously, fidget spinners are already irritating enough. If somebody handed me one of those, I would throw it in the street. What are the Bannon ones? The yeah. other one, the other ones, I would pocket and give to my nephew. You know, the non-Bannon fidget spinners. But I mean, fidget spinners are. I mean, okay, they've kind of they've kind of peaked. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. <laughs> I I hear where you're going. I, I mean, it, they, this is yeah. kind yeah. of old, old news. When you're seeing them for 99 cents in a discount mm-hmm. store, when you, the, previously they were selling for ten dollars, you know, at you know higher end stores, right, 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 and and now they're they're trying to squeak out eight bucks a pop for them. These uh, right. there was there were bins of these things. I mean, like two yeah. big fucking you know uh lunch tables full of these things at the the mark's discount store up the street when i was there the other they're day like uh they're like last day's two uh, t- uh <laughs> toys yes they are they are last uh, day. very last day so very last day we should we should send one to the to the whining nazi oh yes yeah. yeah. well he's, you know he what i you know I, so so kenny i think i think I think we we should look forward to the next big thing, right? That's exactly it, Joe. And thank you for the setup because this is where our contest comes in, everybody. Since oh. the since war is fought by alt writers with toys, we thought maybe you guys could come up with the next big alt right themed toy for their uh, impotent war, like maybe a <laughs> erectorial set dysfunction (laughs) 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 but uh you know i already have one that i'm working on right now and it's called uh uh, trump uh trump shart flarp see that you know working on it right now so everybody knows i like flarp so why not rebrand it trump shart flarp it's got it rolls off the tongue. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of, uh, if things keep going, we might we might start seeing a shark NATO in the White House. We might, we might. But let, let's let me finish getting through this, uh, Adam, because uh, we've all come up with some ideas. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to pitch this to Adam uh, earlier, but uh, but Rain, you came up with uh, your own alt right toy as an example of of what you know we're we're looking for in the contest. Mine is the Invisible Trump brand Eclipse viewers. That's They're right. totally pure gold, so golden you can't see them. Trust me. Believe me. <laughs> so, 
So this is kind of this is kind of like a mystery science theater three thousand invention exchange. Sure, sure. That's yes. a that's yeah, a good, sure. yeah, good yeah, example. There you go. So and and I don't want people to just start shouting their ideas out in the chat room because I want I want a name in a, in a brief description. It doesn't have to be more than a sentence long, or if it speaks for itself, like you know Trump shart flarp, you know that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Joe, you had uh, you had an idea for a product as well. Collect the whole edition of the. Uh, <laughs> what did the I come up with? Oh, did Operation like, Desert Shitstorm, <laughs> Trump action figure. <laughs> Remember. Tiny hands sold separately. See, <laughs> and I had I had one other. That I I just it's kind of dark, but I got to share it. I got to. Please let me. Yeah, it's the Trump Afghan surge toy soldier set. Order now, and we'll tell you later how many are in this package. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> does Does your action figure come with fighting paunch? <laughs> <laughs> it comes. Fighting punch, yeah, it comes with, it comes with a with uh, accessories. You know, a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken, two scoops of ice cream, chocolate cake, the most, the most beautiful, beautiful cake. chocolate cake, the most beautiful cake you could ever see, chocolate with two scoops. Does the ice cream come with the fabulous hot gravy? And if you order now, you get two, two scoops of the special chicken sauce. Now with our famous hot gravy. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, so yeah, so that's what we want everybody to do between now and Friday. Come up with your, your alt-right toy. Uh, obviously themed, you know, use Trump, use Bannon, use, you know, um, anybody in the White House. Yeah, hell, use dead ones. Use Andrew Breitbart himself. You know, maybe there's a, there's a, you know, Andrew Breitbart, you know, a little Frankenstein resurrection set. I don't know. Well, um, I just so. thought of, of a new, a new. I'll try character. and come up with a, to- uh, a product. I just thought product. of a new character. You just reminded me uh, for my action figures. What's the, that? Kellyanne, the Kellyanne Conway action figure. Legs sold separately. Oh, oh see, yeah. Does it come with a, uh, does it come with a, a uh, Bowling Green Massacre playset? Yes. So. <laughs> yes. The whole now, see, imaginary we, point. We need Bowling to stop. downtown. At this we point, we, we need we need to stop because uh, we want. <laughs> and again, top prize. We'll get some other stuff together. I still have some Lassie stuff from Joe, um, and uh, I still have I have some C- I've dug up some CDs. They're CDRs of like my old bands and stuff. I'll throw in stuff like that. Maybe some other comic books. Uh, other other tchotchke, whatever. But yeah, so whoever comes up, we'll we'll all vote on uh, uh, me, Rain, and Joe. We'll vote since we're all on every show for the most part, and uh, we'll vote on our favorite product. Uh, submit them on the turnips page for the post for tonight's show. If you aren't on Facebook, just tweet me the explanation um, or tweet me privately. If you don't have my email, you can email it to me. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, or send it over Skype. I don't care. Just you know, uh, just poke me and let me know in a tweet or something where you sent it, 
or just go to the show post for Facebook, which is on the turnips page or on my uh, front page, but preferably the turnips one because putting them all in one spot would be great. So um, I will, you can do multiple submissions. I don't care, but the top prize will get um, all of the dry ingredients uh, to make um, my award winning chili. So there you go. And also, I just love the idea that we God's America. <laughs> That's the only rule in this: is don't mess around with God's America. So you have a little like blue, blue apron thing going there, then with that chili. Yeah, pretty much. You just have to get yeah. your, your your canned canned items, uh, fresh vegetables, meat, and. Um, uh, yeah, so basically, you're going to get a, a bag of powder from me. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> uh, people don't think that it's, you know, uh, booger sugar and it arrives in, in one piece. <laughs> so that's why I'm putting the chilies in with it, too, because it'll seem more like, you know, food. Uh, you know, but uh, <laughs> well, the dried peppers. I bet, dried peppers I bet you snorting chili powder would be dangerous, would be yeah. painful. But yeah, I'll, 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 yeah, you don't want to snort uh, this stuff at all. But yeah, so I'll, I'll put together, put it together with all my measurements, and I'll include uh, in a separate bag the chilies and the ancho, and then yeah. So basically, um, you know, you, you get the fresh ingredients, the canned items, or the refrigerator refrigerator items like the hot sauce and salsa, the refrigerate after opening items. <laughs> so shipped on dry ice, I hope. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll have printed printed directions on uh, how to make the whole thing. So, um, but yeah, no, no dry ice isn't going to be involved here. So okay, uh, <laughs> but don't print don't print uh, the instructions in Arabic. They'll think it's a bomb. Yes, that's right. So and uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you know, I, I hope uh, you guys have fun with that. And uh, like I said, you know, anytime between now and Friday. Uh, if we need an extension, we'll give an extension, but uh, hopefully everybody listening uh, will participate in one way or the other. Uh, and uh, I'll, uh, so we're if calling you, this, are we calling the, this the alt-right war toy contest? Um, the alt-right war toy chest. I like that. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Oh, and you know what? Maybe, maybe, I don't know, Joe, I might be, uh, I might, I have a feeling you probably wouldn't mind doing this, but maybe in addition the number one prize winner could receive Joe's Photoshop rendition of their item. <laughs> that I can do. <laughs> You're up, there you go. You're up for the challenge? I am. Maybe we'll even make a commercial for it, like an audio commercial. We could. We could do that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Let's yes. make it happen. Yeah. Yes. All right, so yeah, that's that's what's at stake, everybody. We want the best alt-right war toy chest item. <laughs> uh, so uh, and, and please, no, no, no violence, no violence. Yes, no violence. Um, and of course, once again, don't mess around with God's America. I have no idea why I just started playing that. Probably because I don't have audio for tonight. No blasters. No blasters. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I hope everybody likes that idea. I think it should be a lot of fun. Um, and um, let me see. When we come back, uh, well, oh, yeah, well, we're, we're definitely going to do some Mad Libs tonight in the last segment. Um, we'll probably probably try and squeeze in three because, again, no audio tonight, guys. And, of course, fight it out amongst yourselves. Who wants to come on for reverse call-in? 
and uh, we'll uh, uh, we'll have some fun. So anyway, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. It, it looks like Jacob Dean is in our chat room. Jacob, it's very exciting. Jacob, wait, he's Hello, still alive? Dear. Yeah. Hi, Jacob. Yeah, he's working hard. He's working hard. Uh, I forget. Um, have him ask uh, ask him what radio station he works for again. I, I forget the call letters. He'll put it in the chat for everybody. So, um, uh, but anyway, all right, let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. When we come back, we'll see what other trouble we get get into. Um, obviously, we will maybe talk about um, the new plan for Afghanistan. Oi, yeah. Oh well, um, you know my. Don't even start me. Well, okay, well we won't start. <laughs> let's 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 just hit the break and then we'll uh, we'll come back and we'll discuss. How about that? Good. All right, we'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. I know we talk a lot of shit on the internet. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, all y'all. And of course, joining me on the program, as always, is Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hello. And of course, uh, Mr. Adam Hebert is sitting in on uh, from Mike Check Radio in our rotating co-host spot this evening. Hello. Thank you. And thank you to Dramamine for making it so I can sit in the rotator seat and not get sick. There you go. Excellent. And uh, last but definitely not least, ladies and germs, well, we might as well go ahead and uh, start getting some jingles played this evening, everybody. It's Joe Santorsi. Go up to Scranton with me. Big place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top-secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we can jam and joke your lives. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? 
All right, Joe, there we are. So uh, uh, we had some fun with the clown card this uh, weekend on the Tim Carmel show. Thank oh, we certainly that. did. And uh, if I have to leave real quick, they just issued a tornado warning for my area. So. I should check the same because, you know, we were talking oh, about those no. yellow. We were talking about those yellow skies earlier. Um, I, yeah. see yellow, I see yellow skies right now. <laughs> Wait, a yeah. warning or a watch? Warning. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, why, just why don't you... Do you need to go just double check on things? Go take a look around the perimeter and. Uh, nah, you know. nah. Me and Sharky will just float by your window. Some. Okay, his name is Sharky. It's not Toto. Your name is Joe. It's not Dorothy. <laughs> no, no. It's south of me, but uh, not far from me. But it's it's a uh, you know okay. okay. There's no place like Scranton. There's no place like Scranton. Yes. Just yeah. click your heels and wish me. Luck. <laughs> uh, looks like we have uh, severe thunderstorm warnings and watches. Uh, looks like one county might have a, tor- a tornado watch. Yeah, there's an active so. tornado spinning around somewhere near Wilkesbury, though, which is south of me. Yikes. All right. Allen County. Ca- oh, no. Allen County? Looks like Allen County. That's nowhere near me. So. Um, all right, so uh, I should probably just look at. I'm really up my- glad Joe didn't do any disparaging Wilkesbury jokes. Why would I do a disparaging Wilkesbury? I've heard a lot of disparaging things said about Wilkesbury. Well, I could oh. say a lot. See, <laughs> but I won't. It's it's our sister city. What are you talking about? It's our sister city. It's the sister we never wanted. <laughs> All right. Oh, we have a beach. We have a beach hazard in effect right now. Oh, beach hazard. Mm-hmm. Oh, a, oh, I, oh, a beach hazard. Oh, I, never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, life's a beach. Why ain't I on it? Um, and uh, yes. imp, uh, oh yeah, the impacts are high swimming risk from waves and dangerous currents. So everybody, don't mm-hmm. go swimming. So, uh, all right, here we go. Let's go ahead and uh, get it. So, Joe, you, you want to lead us off with uh, the, the new uh, um, new and improved uh, war in Afghanistan? Oh, fuck. What are they? What is he talking about? Does, does anybody, you know, I'm, I'm 68 years old. I've, I've seen this movie before. And I think I, I, I shared it with you and Rain in the production notes today. Yeah. Um, and November 3rd, 1969, you know the speech that Trump gave last night? Nixon gave that speech back then. Yeah. I watched it live. I didn't believe that bastard then. I don't believe that bastard today. You know, these secret fucking plans are not plans. It's like saying, well, we'll just throw something in the pot and see if it turns into chili. If it does, it'll be, we'll call it chili. See why I'm so open about my ingredients? It's, yes. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, what, I mean, what? Oh, sorry. Sorry, Go Joe. ahead. Go Continue. ahead, Adam. What we saw last night was basically the end of every episode of Inspector Gadget where Dr. Claw says he'll get Gadget next time, next time, and Mad Cat meows. Yeah, but you know what well, the difference is, Adam? In Inspector Gadget, people don't die. Yeah, here's yeah. the here's the, it, it is why you know I wrote a, I wrote a blog, you know uh, where you know the the political blog I do and and um, mostly it's the clown car. But today I was pissed off because when the fuck are you people going to learn? When are you going to learn that the military generals lie to us all the time? 
surgeons will cut you, dentists will fill cavities and work on your teeth, plumbers will plumb, electricians will electric, and generals conduct wars. They generate wars. And they lie. Read, please, please, the Pentagon Papers and the Best and the Brightest. Read those two books and tell me if that's not going on again, tell me we don't learn our lessons. They fucking lie. The government is lying to you. The generals lie to the president. The president lies to you. They perpetuate wars to perpetuate their own legacies. That's what's going on. I'm pissed. You're right. You know, I, I'd like to add something to this um, because I I am in agreement with Joe about this. Um one of the biggest problems we have, one of the many, we have many, many problems with this administration right now. But to me, one of the biggest problems is that the only people who Trump is listening to in this White House are Kelly, a former general, Mattis, a general, and McMaster, a general. And there, there have been a couple of different sides to this where people are like, no, they shouldn't, they shouldn't resign because they're the only people holding this this crap together. And I understand that general point of view, but I am deeply, deeply concerned that right now, all Trump is, is a puppet, and right now, the military is running this country. Yes, yes. And I don't think that's an unfair thing to say. No, no, it's the absolute truth. We're like one step away from a military coup. And, you know, you know, Kat said general in the in the chat. She says generals prefer wars they that they can win. No, they don't. They knew they couldn't win Vietnam, and they lied about it. Well, you know, the, and, and they, they, they yeah. and they know they can't win in Afghanistan, the graveyard of empires. And there's a reason they call it that. Okay, Hannibal tried to take over Alexander the Great, the Russians. Okay, the British. In three different wars, and no one, no one can take that country. They're tribal. They're split. They're isolated from one another. It's not easy terrain. There's a reason we lose. Well, yeah. Nobody's ever won in Afghanistan. No. Going back to Alexander the Great. Yeah. There's something, there's there's another thing I, I had read, and I thought about this a lot today, and it occurs to me. That Wall Street, they they love war the way the way generals love war, but they love it in a different way because Wall Street, when we get a good war going, that creates debt, which means Wall Street will profit from it. Sure. And so we well, have just- all of, we have all of these military guys right up there in the White House, and we have a whole bunch of um, Wall Street guys in the cabinet. And I, I, I mean, what Joe is saying, if you can, if you can read his post today, but we're, we're kind of, you know, we got rid of Bannon and I think that's just kind of like squeezing one zit on a huge multi-zitted boil, <laughs> which I know is disgusting, but we got rid of Bannon. But the problem is, is that, you know, we have a rotten fish and you can't just take out a couple of ribs from the rotten fish because the fish rots from the head. And that is Trump. 
No, the fish stinks from the head down. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that's what Scaramucci said. I know. I threw in like a whole bunch of analogies because well, it made me sound a little smart. But Joe's making it. a really good point. I, I, I agree 100%. Uh, go ahead, Adam. It, well, and, and another thing about Afghanistan is, you know, yeah, it's difficult train because it's all mountains and passes. And that's why Switzerland, you know, Switzerland, you know, has never been taken either because one person with a long range weapon, say a bow or a rifle can hold a, can hold a pass if the pass is sufficiently small enough. I mean, that's basically the whole idea behind the Battle of Thermopylae, which was create a bottleneck so Persia can't get through and it, and it worked until everyone was dead. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And you know, uh you know and, and Kat's right. She didn't say Afghanistan is a war we could win. I I didn't mean to imply that. But but these people think I, I take that back. These people don't care if we can win as long yeah. as they can have the war. Yeah. They have to spend but the that thing- money. The thing is they'll also pitch us saying, You Americans don't want to be seen as losers, do you? You know, that's I mean, that's how they get Americans to, you know, the the average American cheer for those wars because they convince us, oh, you know, we're going to be we're going to be the, you know, the kid in school who who's getting, you know, swirlies and, uh, you know, double jock locks and and book dumped. What you're saying is 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 interesting, and I don't think it's untrue, Adam. Um, that's the game that's played to get to get the rubes and the masses riled up to wave their flag looking for more war and once once the war machine i mean it's the military industrial complex right i mean ultimately aren't we talking about that yeah so once once more we get more people to say we want more war then we get to keep spending this or they get to keep spending the money Mm -hmm. and it's a vicious cycle right yeah, right. so basically and, and, it's and the, uh, just real quick, basically it's the uh, yeah. philosophy. It is, yes. actually. Joe, and, 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 you know, uh, he talks about victory. You know, there's, there's a, a concept called a Pyrrhic victory, where you're, you yeah. may think you're victorious, but you actually end up losing so much in the in the victory that it's a loss yeah and we're there already i I think we've been there for about seven or eight years at least i mean i i was not i will i will readily admit it i was not opposed to us going into afghanistan you know i i love peace but i'm not a pacifist and i might have been wrong i don't know i just don't know what the objective is anymore well, the objective originally was to get bin Laden. We got right. him. And guess where he was hiding? Not in Afghanistan. With our ally in Pakistan. Yeah, our pseudo-ally. But. Yeah, about a mile down the road from one of their military bases. He was taking his garbage out when they caught him. Yes, I mean, come I, on. I don't know what the objective is now. I don't get it. I mean, I know. And this is something where I... I okay, fair warning. I'm actually going to criticize Barack Obama. And I think he was blocked, so now I'm couching it. But he wanted to get us out, and for whatever reasons, he couldn't. You know, I, I, I know this might not be a very popular opinion, but just just let it go. That that country doesn't, it doesn't want nation building. It, it likes tribalism. 
it, we're in, we're in a position now. They, Rain, put, they where, put the and, Taliban in the government there. We're in a position where now we have a hot potato that nobody wants to be the president who pulled us out of Afghanistan because no matter what happens, no matter we're going to get out of Afghanistan one way or another at some time, and when we do, it's going to revert back to the tribal area it was and it's going to be chaos and we're going to have terrorism forever as long as there's two people on this earth there's going to be terror and terrorists yeah. and murderers and people who want to burn the planet okay that's just a fact of life right now this is a political war and the reason we're fighting it is because there's no president that has the courage to say enough mm-hmm Okay, and that's why we're fighting this fucking war, because just like Vietnam, no one wanted to be the one to pull the plug. And when we did, we fought that war for 20 years. And what did we get? Our diplomats being taken off of the roof of the embassy with helicopters as the North Vietnamese army swarmed into Saigon as we were leaving. The thing we fought... And, and lost over 58,000 lives, American lives, and over 1.4 million Vietnamese lives for happened only 20 years later. And this is what's going to happen in Afghanistan. It, I think it is. It's pathetic, but I think it is. I think you're, I think you're right. It will always be a, a breeding ground for terrorists. But we don't even have a diplom. Do we even have anybody at the diplomatic post? Oh in no, no, we, no. And, and then, and then we we. Uh, we disassembled the the uh, State Department's uh, department uh, uh, with with the Afghan uh, envoy. That's what that's what Trump did. So I, so how 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 are we gonna how is he gonna implement this so-called uh, three prong approach when when one of the prongs is missing? Well, you know, in yesterday's I, I did not listen to the speech because Bob coerced me into watching the Cleveland Browns beat my New York Giants, which is a whole nother discussion. Well, I heard that he literally said, we need Pakistan and India to step up and help. And this is something that bothers me deeply. First off, Pakistan has been friendly in, in you know, allowing people like the little baby bin Ladens come in, right? But Pakistan and India are like their enemies. These two countries do not see eye to eye on anything. They are always on the verge of war because of Kashmir, right? Is anybody yeah. there? Yes. Yeah, I'm here. Yes. You know, yep. so so the idea that he's actually saying that we need India and Pakistan to help us with Afghanistan mm -hmm. seemed. I I put out a tweet today, and I don't know if anybody can answer it. I want to know who wrote that speech because it didn't sound like Stephen Miller, who is his speechwriter. I don't know who wrote that speech because there was so much of it that doesn't even jive with any of any of the foreign policy generals that he's got there. They know that Pakistan and India don't get along. They know that Pakistan it gives cover to to I mean Pakistan is not Pakistan is a lot like I've said Russia is. They're not our um ally, but we have to have diplomatic relationships with them. Oh, that was written by one of the generals, all right, because that was that was a, a veiled threat to Pakistan to smarten up. Because so they're basically saying we'll turn to India and you can use your sure, nuclear weapons. Sure, that's sure. terrifying, Joe. And, and, that's and you're terrifying. Both, of course, it is. 
because I mean, our president you know, is a terrorist. Is, yeah, I mean that's the thing. I mean, a lot of people are sitting back, and we've given we've given this president such a low bar where they're like, "Well, he sounded very um, astute." And I just keep thinking, no, nothing what he said makes sense. He can't even figure. He, they don't even have a military plan to tell Congress, at the very least, Congress, how many troops they want to commit, which means they don't have a plan. Mm-hmm. And this is where I find, and I'm sorry for rambling about this, but this is where I find it very, very dangerous that we have so many military people having so much control in the administration right you're now. Abs- you're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. That is a big, big problem right now, is that we, we our country was based on a civilian control of the military, and right now we have a military control of our civilian yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm so happy. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Well, you know, it's good. We're we're kind of a what a couple steps away from banana republic at this point. I mean, sure. we we were already in danger of that with uh, you know the way Trump has decided to you know run roughshod over the country with executive orders. As much as the conservatives uh, called, uh, you know, and I'll say this over and over and over again, is Obama's the imperial president. He thinks he's king. He can do anything he wants. And um, and they're just like clapping like fucking circus seals uh, every time Trump signs another fucking executive order. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it's it's time for us to face the brutal truth, which is at this point, America is a failed rogue state. We're a failed state. The damage Trump has done in seven months is going to take decades to undo. I don't think that means we're a failed state. I think it will take decades the, to do undo. We're not a failed state. We still. I we think still the rest do of the world is a failed state. You know, we still do have. You know, what's a failed state? Venezuela. We're uh, not Venezuela. Well, we're not the Venezuela. Republicans are not. The Republicans are now saying, hey, if it keeps us in power, we won't have elections in 2020. No, a majority, they won't. A, they won't. A, majority, I, a majority of Republicans have come out in support of suspending the 2020 elections. They have no problem doing it. Now Me that they too. have what they... I got to challenge it, you on that, Adam. I, I It was love a recent you, poll. It was a recent poll. They're not going to tell you I'm against democracy. Here's the thing. Okay, Adam, I don't mean to upset you. I don't. I just, we're in a really dangerous spot in this country. and I, I can look for the poll, but I don't think it's going to have specific names. The point that I'm trying to make is that I don't disagree that we are in a really bad place. But we're not in a failed state now. Not yet. And and not yet. Not yet. we need, we need, and I say this as somebody who considers myself part of the resistance, to make sure that we don't convince everybody that we're in a failed state. Because once we get to that point, people will believe that, and then they will give up. Well, not just and that, but if people are... Good. No, you're, you're right. And if people, And if the rest of the world is convinced we're a failed state, they may think, hey, we need to get in there and fix this problem before... You know, World I'm War Three starts. I'm not ready to have the rest of the world get into the United States because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not encourage. I'm not encouraging them. Saying that if well, we're perceived as a failed state, what? Let's see. Uh, I'm just saying, if we're perceived as a failed state, that may be an option they entertain. 
Let's okay. Start. Well, let's let's we're change topics place. a little just, bit. Let's, I don't think we're in a failed state. Let's I'm, just change. I'm sorry we're, for the consternation. No, we, we we're going to have to go to break soon anyway because this is the long break with the Green News Report. Um, but I think this is interesting, and I think everybody should. Uh, um, since Jacob Dean is in our chat, which is very exciting, uh, of course, uh, super duper mass producer for <laughs> that's what he used to call me, but he's always been the super duper mass producer. Um, uh, yeah, Jacob Dean is asking a question. He, uh, and I'll, I'll read it here. It's, uh, um, he says, uh, this far in is Trump one as bad as he thought two worse than you thought three, not as bad as he thought. The answer is definitely one for me because I knew it was going to be fucking horrible. I mean, I, yeah. I don't, I, I don't think he's not worse than I thought he was going to be because I knew it was going to be fucking horrible. You know, it, I just didn't know in what ways it would be horrible, but pretty much all the ways I thought it would be horrible are happening at, in a very, very rapid pace. And you know, I, I mean, so yeah, I'm not surprised by anything because I knew, always knew it was going to be this awful. Always knew it was going to be this awful. There's, you know, um, you know, I'm I'm occasionally will- surprised by the twists and turns, but it's still, you know, I just knew it was going to be fucking hell, and uh, and he's not let me down. <laughs> he's not proved me wrong. You, you know, you know, he's always going to find a way to limbo under the bar of basic human decency. Yeah. There is no depth. Yeah, there's no depth of depravity. He will not plunge. Plumb, plumb, not plunge. Plumb. Plumb. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> he'll plunge to any depths too. So no, no, yeah. that's not necessarily wrong. He'll plunge to any depth. It just wasn't the word I right. wanted. That's all. Um, right, I, th- I think you're you're right, Ken. I, I think we were saying it all summer last summer we were saying it all fall no we were saying it in 2015 right well we were still laughing you know because because of how horrible he would be we were laughing and saying it would never happen sure it's as bad in fact it's not as bad yet as i think it's gonna get you know i i i think it's gonna get a lot worse I think it's as bad, um, and it's and it's not going to get any better until he's gone. So uh, and Pence and the whole lot of them, um, but um, mm. I, are, but I will say this: when when you get me saying, not, you know, relatively complimentary things about Mike Pence, you know, you done fucked up. So because <laughs> Mike Pence is a piece of shit. <laughs> well, there so, you go. Yeah, but uh, anyway, all right, let's go ahead and run to the break. We got the Green News Report coming up. Rain, Joe, thank you, and and of course, uh, and, and Adam, I'm sorry, but Rain, Joe, you kind of carried that, and that was good because I, I'm not that brushed up on it because I uh, I was recovering from this week. Well, now I just feel... Now no. I just feel guilty. No, no, no. Why? You you chimed why? in, and that's good. Uh, Wait, and thank why? thank you for. I mean, because they were talking about it together all day today. Don't feel guilty. You did fine. It was good. So you know, yeah. we don't always have Adam, to. I don't agree. want you to feel guilty just because I disagreed with you. It doesn't yeah. mean I disrespect you or don't like you. Yeah, that, oh, it, uh, makes, okay. it makes it makes. I'll get. I will get over it. I will force myself to. It okay. makes for it makes for good radio. For, break. As long as it doesn't. Adam. Yeah. Uh, is is that uh, democracy is fragile, and we could very well become a failed state. It's we're it's we're not that far removed from that. So there's nothing you know to feel bad about feeling that way. Yeah. 
Are we all good? Can we have a group hug? Yeah, absolutely. I think we're all group good. Hug, you know, yeah. every once in a while, a disagreement is a good thing, uh, especially in a democracy, because, you know, the First Amendment is great. But if you use the First Amendment to criticize a Trump cultist, um, they call you a fascist. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was called one today. <laughs> Me too. About Billy Joel, I, about oh, over I, Billy Joel, of all things. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That I remember now. I we'll remember have to go. Adam pissed me off. Yeah, Adam caught onto that. So if we if we can get Jacob Dean to send me his uh um his uh, his his Skype handle, and if he could set up, if he wants to join us on reverse call in, that could be super duper mass producer tastic. So do uh, it. Other than that, do yeah. It. Somebody, uh, you know, keep an eye out uh, for uh, uh, who wants to be on RCI. I'll try and do the same. But yeah, if you can, if you want to join us for fifteen minutes uh, in about in about fifteen minutes, Jacob, you are more than welcome. So uh, let's go ahead and get to the green news report. We'll be right back after this healing break. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Balm on our wounds. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I got I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. It's Tuesday, August 22, 2017. Across the U.S. Midwest, farmers are blaming widespread crop damage to millions of acres of farmland on a new version of an old pesticide. Monsanto pesticide, approved by secret process, is decimating crops. Trump disbands Federal Advisory Committee on Climate Change. Court lets Exxon off the hook for Arkansas pipeline spill that destroyed a neighborhood. Plus, the National Park Service ends the ban on plastic disposable water bottles. Because, of course, they do. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Reuters examination has found that the crisis has its roots in weak regulatory oversight and corporate secrecy. Because they all do. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, there has been much talk about Donald Trump and his various business advisory groups disbanding. Well, now he has disbanded a climate advisory group, but they're not going away that easily. <laughs> no, they are definitely not. Uh, just days after President Donald Trump rescinded a federal requirement that infrastructure be built with sea level rise projections in mind, now the administration has disbanded a federal advisory committee on climate change that makes concrete recommendations for long-term planning on a wide range of issues from building codes to water infrastructure, to road projects, to even managing energy supplies. So the people who would have told him, hey, it's a bad idea to not require federal infrastructure to be able to withstand flooding, 
Donald Trump just got rid of those people. Yes, it was supposed to help communities plan ahead for the impacts of global warming. But in an interview with the Washington Post, the committee's chairman, University of Maryland geology professor Richard Moss, said the group intends to finish their report anyway, saying, quote, we're going to be running huge risks here and possibly end up hurting the next generation's economic prospects. So good for them. They're not going away that easy. No, they're not. Meanwhile, Midwest farmers have asked the EPA to investigate serious crop damage that the farmers say was caused by a new formulation of an old pesticide, dicamba, that drifted onto fields with crops unable to withstand it. An investigation by Reuters has now found that the manufacturer of dicamba, biochemical giant Monsanto, blocked independent testing during the approval process. Monsanto explicitly prohibited university researchers from testing the new formulation's tendency to vaporize and drift across to other fields. The Obama administration EPA approved it anyway, according to Reuters. Monsanto provided its own study of the advanced weed-killing chemical to the EPA, which determined that based on the information it had, the product was safe to use. The EPA simply took Monsanto's word for it? Yes, that's how pesticides pretty much get approved in the United States. And that's how our federal government worked before Donald Trump came in to do away with the quote-unquote regulators. Also, the Trump National Park Service has ended a ban on the sale of plastic disposable water bottles in the nation's national parks after aggressive lobbying by the bottled water industry. The ban was instituted in 2011 after Park Service data showed discarded plastic bottles were the biggest source of litter in the nation's parks, killing animals that mistook the plastic pieces for food and straining the National Park Service's already inadequate budget to clean it up. Despite data showing that the ban reduced the burden and cost of plastic bottle pollution, the bottled water industry got the final say. They always do. In Arkansas, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals has let ExxonMobil off the hook in the 2013 pipeline spill in Mayflower, Arkansas, that ruined an entire residential neighborhood. The court overturned nearly all of a $2.5 million fine imposed by the U.S. Pipeline and Hazardous Materials Safety Administration for failing to adequately monitor the 70-year-old pipeline. Exxon argued in court that the pipeline spill wasn't its fault because the regulations didn't specifically warn them that they needed to more closely monitor that type of old pipeline. The court agreed with Exxon. In other words, if you lobby to weaken regulations and then there's a problem, you can blame the weak regulations for not stopping it. Wow. And a new report calculates that overall, fines for polluters in general with the Trump administration have dropped 60% under its first six months. That's compared to the same period of time for previous presidents, according to a new report from the Environmental Integrity Project, an environmental watchdog nonprofit group. Incredible. Game the regulators and then blame the regulators. They got you coming and going, don't they? They certainly do. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, and there are a lot of them, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Play the game, play the game, play the game, play the game.
This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. We have done everything in our power to keep this peaceful, you know? Again, I didn't get audio, so more weeping Nazi for everybody. But uh, and I think uh, Francie unfortunately got banned earlier, but I think she's back with us. In in uh, yeah, she's back in our chat with us. So um, how'd she get banned though? Uh, I think maybe it was a collision of two people trying to ban someone else at one point, and somebody got to the other person first, and then the mouse like went down. That's a, it. It's happened before, and we'll we'll remedy the situation in case it ever happens. I'll be sure to go in and check the the band list from time to time. Um, but uh, but anybody, oh, uh, or anybody anyway. <laughs> anyway, everybody, let's go ahead and. Anybody uh, who came yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, let's go ahead and get back into things. Uh, we're, we do have Mr. Jacob Dean. Uh, he said he'll hang out as long as uh, we want him for tonight. So we're going to get him on for reverse call. Oh. That'll be fun. We, you know what? We should we should actually have him do name calling. That would be really cool to get him to do name calling. So, um, can I do it next time I'm on then? Uh, no, you can do it tonight. We'll we'll, we'll let you do it, and then uh, um, uh, we'll just well, get Jacob, Jacob on for regular. No, no, no. It's fine. Um, um, but yeah, let's go ahead and, uh, welcome everybody back. Of course, Adam Hebert, Mike Check Radio. Uh, hello. And we'll get to name calling here momentarily. And of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. Hello. And Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. Of course, the Tim Cornwall Show. Uh, had a blast with you with Tim this uh, this past Sunday, and uh, the the we got some uh, nice feedback on the podcast. Great, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, of definitely, fun. always, always is, and of course with uh, John and um, uh, Justice were there as well. That was a lot of fun. So, yes. Yeah. And uh, uh, all right, so uh, let's go ahead and get to some name calling, uh, and then we'll uh, do. Uh, we have at least one birthday boner from uh, Francie. So, yes. yes, let's not forget her uh, birthday boner. Yes, it's a Boehner, sort of, Boehner. I guess, maybe, because it's sort of a family member, I guess. But anyway, it's here we Boehner-ish. go. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, Mr. Hebert, who do Wait. we have in Chatville with us this evening? Why, thank you, Mr. Pick. Tonight we have, glossing over, glossing over, Bobber in D.C. Hi, Bob. Brokehammer. Caitlin, Chris, Clinster, Francie. That was a terrible. Francie. Uh, that, it's P.S. Mueller. Uh, Jacob. Uh, I, wait, wait, wait. We're okay. Jacob Dean. Hi, Jacob. Janet. Jay Collie. Cat. Sir Kenny of Pick. Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. Hi, Ken Senior. Lee again. Joe Santorsa. Me, Mich- my, uh, my co-host Michelle in South Florida, as well as her husband, also my co-host Miles in South Florida, Moonmare, Nova Moonlight, President, 
the lovely and talented Rain. Theo, who joined us to make fun of these uh, dumb bunnies slash sad puppies on thir- on Saturday. Tim uh, Coramal Cora- and uh, <laughs> Mr. Trojan Rabbit. You almost said Coriander, didn't you? He did. I think it was a shtick. <laughs> I think he might have been repeating yeah, it was, that it was awesome shtick. Shtick. I did it. I did it on purpose. I love that voice <laughs> at the beginning of the, the Tim's show. Tim Coriander. <laughs> Coriolanus. <laughs> I love that. So, uh, but uh, yeah, all right. Well, uh, thank you, Adam. Very good. And um, let me see. And, and do you have, uh, Joe, you have uh, Francie's birthday uh, request uh, written down there? I started to write it down, and then I got distracted. It's uh, her uh, oldest daughter, Sarah's love of Sarah, her life. Yeah. In, love of her life. Uh, uh, wait, I have it right here. Oh. Uh, why does that skip around like that? What the hell? Yeah, it's weird trying I, to scroll back up. Yeah, you can't it's scroll a back up. Gu- it's a poltergeist. Well, oh, okay. it, it's but, just uh, because new new messages coming. I think. Yeah, um, yeah. It's her her eldest daughter's love of her life. I think his name is Drew. Drew, you're right. It is Drew. Okay, um, then we got it right. Okay. Nice. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, give Drew his uh, his birthday Do- banner, his greeting from John Boehner. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, and oh, here we Thank go. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. All right. Happy birthday and many returns to you, Drew. Any family member of Francie's is a friend of mine and family by proxy, I suppose. So yeah, might I say Francie is the Ed McMahon of the Tim Coromal show. That's right. I'm the fucking Lindsey Graham of the Tim Coromal show. <laughs> God damn it. Seriously. God you know you made it. you made the big time there, Ken. <laughs> oh, God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> All right, and you know what, Ken, just remember, it was probably about two years ago when Trump decided to tell the entire world Lindsey Graham's phone number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he came out with that. To me, it was an awesome video where he was just stomping on that phone like it was something oh, yeah. out of the office. Or oh, office it was space. funny. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that number. 631-791-5842. No, that was a different number. So. <laughs> uh, I, I, the one you just played, I saw at a in a bathroom at a rest stop in New York. Oh. It's, a, it's actually etched oh. into the side of my toilet trophy. 631-791-5842. <laughs> Yeah. So for yeah. a bad time. <laughs> for, for the for grim a, the grim weeper. The grim weeper. That's right. That's right. I'm not gonna say anything else about that because I think there might be some ideas there that people could come up with for our mm-hmm. alt right toy war chest. So, <laughs> and everybody remember that I want I want submissions by Friday. I want to be able to vote um, by Friday before the show. So again, go to the show post for on the Turnips page on Facebook. Come up with your new name that combines a toy, 
with an alt writer or Trump or anybody in the Trump administration and it, its function, purpose, whatever. And I think the big top grand prize in this is going to be my award-winning chili uh, spice combination pack. And uh, Joe will Joe will do a Photoshop image of what your toy would look like, and we will we will uh, write. If you don't want to write the whole thing, we'll write, record, produce, um, and if you want to do some voices on it yourself, we'll make it happen. Um, we'll we'll the the turn up the night players uh, or what have you will. Um, make it happen and of course anybody else from all the other shows if we can wrangle people can uh, participate if you have like a dream team of voices you'd like or want to work with uh but yeah if you want to write the entire script yourself you can or if you want us to do it that's what the, the the winner will get so um hey the more you write probably the better your chances are of winning that that deluxe package and of course i'll throw in some other other stuff in the package as well so people don't think i'm shipping a mysterious powder to you so uh <laughs> and i'll have uh okay, we'll, we have got another troll. we'll have second and third uh prices as well so um and uh all right um the second and third prices do not get peppers in their blue apron package <laughs> yes they do not so um but anyway uh, let's go ahead and get uh, Jacob Dean on reverse calling. This is going to be very exciting. We haven't heard him for a while, so let's go ahead and uh, call Skype and get the uh, where's my jingle? Where's my jingle? Here comes my jingle. There it is. Hello. Jacob Dean. Is this thing on? Does this thing still work? <laughs> it does. Did you blow Jacob! the cup? You blew the cobwebs off of it, guys. and it still works. You're alive. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Oh no. He, he <laughs> no, is he is alive I, and I'm well not. and doing and doing real journalism out uh, in his fine city. Yeah, it's not fake news. Real news. That's um, right. Hey guys, long time no talk. Uh, Kenny, Adam, Rain. Uh, and crew, uh, hope all is well. Sorry to be such a stranger working these crazy uh, morning drive hours, you know, up at uh, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning, and I go to bed, uh, you know, right now. But uh, we'll, yeah. we'll hang around and, <laughs> and rock and roll. So nice. uh, I, well, I'm awake. And Jacob, I don't <laughs> think you've ever met Joe or, or Joe Santorsa in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Jacob, Joe, Joe, Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Hey Joe, yeah, I, I, you know when I uh, I popped on uh, and try to come in every once in a while, I heard you mention uh, you know a tornado warning and de- that just caught my attention. Like, oh my gosh, holy cow! Uh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's gone. It missed me. Oh, good. Woo. Good. Now it's now it's got <laughs> yeah. now it's got to kiss you. Yeah, there was danger. It's gone. We're good. It's gone. Move We're on. Done. It's Good news. That's My neighbor's always- dead, but I'm okay. Oh, <laughs> now that's that's dark. Uh, yeah, I should I should have just du- I should have just double buzzed you. Uh, there you go. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jacob, baby, I'm giving you a big hug from this side of the country to yours. Hey, Rain, uh, you guys come on up and let's go fishing and have a brew and uh, give Bob uh, my best and hope all's well, you guys. That sounds terrible. One brew? <laughs> well, we'd only have to bring one brew. There's a lot of brew around Jacob. I know, I know. That is so. true. <laughs> oh, Brew's I thought Jacob I, I thought Jacob was limiting it. He said a brew, and it's like, well, just one? <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> As anyway, many people I in the chat know, I still have one of Jacob's very famous ice pop yes. sculptures. <laughs> oh, I think oh, that's my, the one and only. <laughs> by the way, so Tim. T uh, by the way, Tim Caramel is responding to uh, me being the Lindsey Graham of the Tim Caramel show. He says, uh, Kenny, if you want the moniker of the Lindsey Graham of the Tim Caramel show, I'd be glad to give it to you. But I think you would be better as the Alan Grayson of the Tim Caramel show. No, I think I'd be better as the Lindsey, Lindsey Graham of the Tim Caramel show. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's better. I think, I it's, think it's funny. I think it's <laughs> we both hate Trump. Every that's good. And and you and you you could clutch your pearls better than anybody I know. I know. I I actually have indentations in my palm from clutching my pearls so hard. Because you don't really know Lindsey Graham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. you know what, Tim is going to have to get you a fainting couch the next time you come on. Yeah. Sure. Sure. At the very sure. least. Oh, yeah. My stars and goddesses. Or at the very least, a veranda for me to broadcast from. <laughs> there you go. Maybe and even a. Maybe even a. Yeah, or, or possibly broadcast from the vestibule. So, <laughs> anyway, we'll so make you wear, we'll make you wear curtains. Jacob, um, uh, you know, you are more than welcome to stay until the end of the show if you want, but I don't want to cut into your bedtime. So we still have over an hour to go. So I'll leave that up to you. But I, I want to uh, uh, you just. I want you to remind people what you're doing because you're doing real journalism and um, I couldn't be prouder of you, my friend, because, you know, you started off on um, the, the, the Tom Hartman show and, uh, you know, ended up moving back from D.C. to go back home and uh, you, you got yourself uh, into a real journalistic position uh, on radio, on real radio, and I, I couldn't be prouder of you. Oh, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, friends, it's been a little while, and sorry to be a, a stranger. I spent the last uh, about two years now at uh, KXL radio station in Portland. Uh, it's FM 101.1, or you can find it on the web. It's KXL.com, and it's essentially just a news station. We do a live news program every morning, Monday through Saturday uh, in the morning, for four hours and it's it's all you know local and national news and and then there's um you know a lot of talk it's a news and talk station mm. all the talk is conservative so you know you uh, you probably don't want to listen to that stuff i am subject <laughs> to <laughs> i am i am subject to um <clears throat> you know uh, uh uh stuff that i you know it, it's pretty wild but um y you learn how to how to deal with it Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, I'm in a position now where I'm producing the, the morning drive show. Uh, you know, it's on 5 to 9 a.m. We get the, you know, the most listeners. And I, I want to give Kenny a shout out, too, because uh, folks might not know this, but just a couple months ago, uh, I reached out to Kenny. <laughs> and uh, there was, uh, I can't remember what it was, but there was a big, something big going on in Ohio. And, um, you know, I reached out to Kenny and he came on our morning news show in Portland. It's the biggest you know, news show in, in on radio in Portland, and gave all the local listeners here uh, the update and the latest. You know, from the ground there. It in, was in the Cleveland. the Facebook uh, live killer. Yes, that's what it was. Oh, that's I, okay. right. Mm -hmm. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And um, 
and uh, and I want to give Kenny a shout out because you came on and, and, and did that. But that's kind of that's kind of what I'm doing now. I'm doing a lot of re- uh, reporting on local news, uh, w- which is a lot of fun. That's that's the best part about it is I get to kind of chase after those those leads mm-hmm. and those stories um, and kind of uh, pick and choose whatever I want to do as far as assignments and stories. That's a lot of fun. But um, <clears throat> your co-hosts, yeah, your uh, co-hosts seem pretty cool when I talked to them. I, I mean, they seem kind of like you know even keeled. Uh, you know, at least on the story I talked to them on. Oh yeah, and we're we're cranking it out uh, every morning. Um, uh, so I, I run, uh, I produce the morning show, run the morning show. Uh, essentially, line up all the stories, um, divvy out the story assignments. I want this reporter on that story, this reporter on that story. We need to cover this story, this story. I'm going to produce this story. We need tape on this story. Oh, we have a breaking fire, shooting, stabbing, shooting, stabbing fire. Let's call the police. Call the fire. Call, uh, you know, call the Sorry, department. Of fi- that. Fire, fire, shooting, stabbing, shooting, shooting, fire. Shoot. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> could have thrown a la- t- could have thrown a tornado in there. <laughs> no, what, what no, the- uh, tornado. No tornadoes up in Portland, uh, Oregon. But for the last two weeks, it's all been all eclipse, eclipse, eclipse. You know, what's the Department of Transportation doing for the eclipse? What's mm. the National Guard doing for the eclipse? You know, the whole nine yards. What's and, what are um, the call? What are the call letters for your station again? Because I'm going to see if I can find that audio of me on on your morning show. Yeah, KXL. Uh, K as in K. There it is. I got X. it. I got it, brother. X- so X- Ke- <laughs> Kenny Pick on KXL Portland. It's about three minutes long. Shall we? Uh, shall we uh, reminisce? Well, yeah, all, all yours, buddy. All right, check it out. And by the way, I was prescient because um, where I said he probably was is where they caught him. Let's go to Cleveland right now, where the mood is. Well, we're going to let you decide for yourself because we're going to talk to Kenny Pick. He is the host of the show Turn Up the Night in Cleveland. Good morning, Kenny. Uh, good morning. Describe what people seem to be feeling as a result of this guy that kills people and puts it on social media. That was a very hard question. Well, I got to tell you, there's a, definitely, from what little I've seen this morning, uh, there's a pretty, pretty somber uh, atmosphere in the city, I can say that. What makes this even so much more chilling than it would be is that this was apparently a random killing. What are the police doing to try to stop something that could be so random from happening again? Uh, you know, that that's, I think, the, the question for the ages, because, I mean, the, the one really disturbing thing about this guy is he was actually a caseworker for, you know, children with mental health issues. And so I think maybe even the question goes further than that is how do you, you know, keep people out of jobs like that and you know uh you know so i mean i don't think there really is an answer to to who can prevent something like this from happening because again he was put in charge of taking care of some of you know our most vulnerable children in the city has anyone from the agency that handles uh, mental health counseling for kids been uh, asked to uh, comment on this do we know about this guy's work record that he have issues at work is there anything to that side of the story yeah, well, uh, you know, I haven't seen if he has had issues at work. I've seen that some of his uh, uh, fellow uh, college uh, classmates said that they were stunned by it. Uh, but the, the, the facility with which he did work uh, issued a statement confirming he, he did work for them. So, so uh, it, it, it seems to be like 
just an out of the blue occurrence. Um, and I, you know, so preventing something like this again, I, I just don't know how they could go about it. And he had the the victim in this video say Joy Lane. I think that was her name. Uh, that's yes. the girlfriend. I guess he was he's upset about. Is that what are they saying about her this morning? Are they? Well, she's in police protective custody, and she's working with them, giving him, giving the police any kind of information she could have on maybe where he might go. Uh, there have been, I know that the police have said they've expanded the search uh, to five states, uh, and there were some indications that he might be in Pennsylvania. And honestly, where, you know, being that far on the east side of Cleveland, uh, a quick run to Pennsylvania shouldn't be ruled out. Kenny, can we stay in touch with you on this? Maybe uh, have you back again in the morning and uh, let us know what's going on again? Absolutely. Oh, thanks again. All right, take care. Kenny Pick, he is host of the show Turn Up the Night in Cleveland, where police are turning up the heat, trying to find a guy who apparently it kills people and puts some of it on Facebook. Man, I should call it Turn Up the Heat with Kenny Pick now. God damn it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love Steve. That was awesome. You, yeah. Dude, you, you, were, you were so awesome. Um, kick ass, buddy! I, I want to thank you again for that. That was really cool. Oh no! And and j- uh, just a quick follow up: they did not call me back the next day because I think they caught him. So, <laughs> yep. And, yeah. And, so. And, and, and it's it's like not even twenty four hour news cycle. It's like twenty four second news cycle. Oh, they kind of okay. Next, what's next? You know, exactly. Feast on next. Feast on next thing. Yes. So if I'm not, mis- if I'm not, mis- if I'm not mistaken, Ken, I was on my way to meet you in Cleveland. When that was happening, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So, what month was that? Was that was that June? Or, ah, gee, was it? Was, no, it, it was, was June April, or July. April. Oh, yeah, it was earlier. It's June. earlier. I think it was April. Uh, I think it was April. And, and uh, I, I was listening to to that to your interview. That interview you just played mm-hmm. on my streaming radio in the car on the way to Cleveland, of course. And uh, I was thinking of turning around, really. <laughs> well, you were okay because he was, you actually probably passed him when you were leaving Pennsylvania. I so yeah, I passed you, him in Erie. Yeah. You were safer in Ohio. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they caught him at the McDonald's uh, drive through in Erie, Pennsylvania. Our, um, yeah. So, oh, and by the way, a special announcement right now on the show uh, Tim Carmel and Jacob Dean are now moderators in the chat, everyone. So uh, we're having a good old so moderator they, time. So, so basically, that means they now every, have the power. Every legit person uh, who listens to the show is now a moderator for the most part. If you're not, let me know. I'll make you one. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but yes, I think they might have the power, Adam. Uh, let me go ahead and uh, implement that in its full full effect right now. Uh- There you go. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Jacob, uh, do, do you want to stick around for a little longer? We, uh, I don't know if you know about the new feature on the show, but we do Mad Libs in the last segment of the show now. Come on, I don't Jacob. know about it, but I, I'd love to stick around, miss you guys, and uh, yeah, I'm happy to hang out for a little bit. All right, so a little bit the full hour or just a little bit next segment? Well, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll hang out for the whole hour, and uh, I tell right. you what, if you, if you give me two minutes, I'll tease. I got a little bit of sad news and exciting news that I've never talked about publicly before, so we'll, we'll break that uh, on uh, Turn of the Night in the next go-around. That is God awesome, damn, because I really don't have a lot of news outside of uh, Steve Munchen's wife, Mnuchin. Oh. 
Yeah, oh, we're going to yeah, talk about that. That's a good Wait, one. Steve Munchen. Mnuchin's life or Steve Mnuchin's wife? Um, either one. Mostly his wife. <laughs> she, so. she is precious. Yeah, she she's is. She's a real she's, piece of work. She's adorable. Hollywood adorable. elitist, everyone. Hollywood elitist. B-movie actress extraordinaire. Um, married to hedge fund uh, creepy Wall Street guy who also bankrolls a whole bunch of movies that conservatives hate. I'll let you know what those movies are. And Jacob, but not until Jacob Dean breaks his news after this break coming up. So everybody hang tight. We'll be right back with, uh, look at this, the Dream Team tonight on the program. We got me, Rain, Joe, uh, Adam, and Jacob Dean uh, back for the attack on Indie Media Weekly. Uh, And on Turn Up the Heat. (laughs) anyway (laughs) we'll be right back with uh lots of more turn up the night hang in there turn up the night with kenny pick boy that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass isn't it what what kind of radio station is this kennypick.com hi this is kenny pick and be sure to listen to my music program the night show every friday from 11 p.m to 1 a.m eastern right here on indie media weekly the night show features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. And now, on with the show. That beer's gonna get warm. One thing I can't fucking stand is warm beer makes me fucking puke! Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And of course, joining me as always on the program is the one and only Joe Santorsa in Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. And we're extra electric tonight. There's lightning all over the place. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, hey, everybody could use a little sur- surplus of, uh, you know, the, the magic juice, right? Yeah. yeah, well, I got hit once. Once yeah. once is enough. You can, you can uh, Did you really? make some Frankenstein monsters. You got hit uh, once by lightning? Are you kidding? What? No, but we'll tell that story another time okay. when, when, when people want to laugh. <laughs> when people want a big laugh. All right. And, and <laughs> of course, uh, Adam Hebert from Mike Check Radio uh, joining us uh, as all, well, not as always, I'm sorry, in a rotating co host slot tonight. Uh, welcome, uh, Adam. Adam? I, I'm back. I'm back. Okay, so <laughs> I thought you had to use... it right out of there. <laughs> no, 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 no. I had to use the restroom during the break. Oh, okay. So you take yeah, a dump. Hope everything came out all right. 
So. Did, did you make it? Did you make it, Adam? <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, I just was a little late coming back. That's all. <laughs> and uh, and of course, uh, again, our our good friend uh, Jacob Dean uh, out of uh, you're out of Portland, Oregon, aren't you? Beautiful Portland, Oregon, the West Coast. It's the best coast. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, guys. Yeah, and of course, I, and, of, and of course, you are the producer of the morning show at K, and I completely forgot the letters. It's only three. I remember that much. K- KXL. See, I can't even. I KXL. Can't even KXL. There we go. <laughs> You're listening to KXL. What the hell? So I don't know. <laughs> oh, you, you thats you me- pretty much it. You remember when <laughs> I used to send news blocks? I used to, I used to get drunk and send Adam like endless reads for uh, filter free radio. You know, filter free radio. <laughs> Forget. You must have been really drunk. You must no. have been really drunk if you were sending me reads. <laughs> um. Yo. Yeah. I. I was probably drunk then too. But yeah. I, I would. But it was always fun with. I. Because I knew. I, I could always picture Jacob's laugh when. When. Uh. I. I was reading a line because I knew he would think it was just ridiculous or or awesome or stupid or whatever. So. You know. I loved it. <laughs> Get yeah, ready to you, suck you down the- some grounds. This is filter free radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good times, good times. Yeah, but uh, anyway, and uh, uh, we miss your show. But you know, uh, I- I'm glad you're making a living doing something you love. That is an enviable thing. Uh, but uh, you know, I- I'm glad, proud of you that you're my friend and you're doing that. So, um, and uh, last but very not least, ladies and germs, I saved her for last because we haven't played her jingle yet. So here we go. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure. It's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. So, yeah, welcome back, Rain. I am glad to be back. And uh, that is all I have to say at uh, well, this th- moment. Oh, very good. And of course, uh, <laughs> but Jacob, yeah, what the, the landscape has changed around here on Turn Up the Night since you were last on, right? It's been a minute or two or yeah. like a uh, couple years. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, we're, we're bigger, badder and better than ever, really. I mean, because we, we, we said all the constraints that were on the show before we said, fuck it, we're throwing them out. And uh, now we just we'll have a good time. Live. We'll do it live. There's no words on it. I can't. I don't know what that means to play us out. Sorry, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So we're we're bigger, badder than ever. And of course, uh, you do. I don't know if you know this, but I'm running the entire radio station now. So um, yes, and, yeah. Yes. Owner With operator my expert help, which means we're screwed. Yes. No. 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 Adam Hebert is an invaluable uh, partner in this endeavor because. Uh, he figures shit out that I don't understand, and it's great. So <laughs> he's uh, Adam's actual official title. Uh, he puts it on his resume: a fit shig- uh, a shit figure outer, is what it is. So <laughs> or fit figure outer. Suddenly, the reason why I keep getting turned down for promotions comes to light. All the goddamn well, profanity. You shouldn't have had that tattooed on your forehead, Adam. That, that is true. <laughs> that is true. That was the mistake. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We got the Jacob D left, Kenny. Oh yes, we did. We have gotten it. so. Uh, uh, I played the sad music for your forehead tattoo. 
<laughs> it's terrible. Still better. Still better than getting a you know Trump tattoo on my forehead. Or a Richard That's Nixon a- tramp stamp like Roger Stone. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, so Jacob Dean, you uh, teased uh, that you have some breaking news. Yeah, here. Well, uh, and and you kind of uh, um, set it up a little bit ago, uh, just a couple minutes ago. Um, yeah, I used to do a show, uh, Filter Free Radio. Kenny, you were the, you were the voice of it, the announcer man voice of it, and I appreciate all the, all that hard work. And you know, all of you guys were instrumental in that in that whole process. Um, you know, a lot of the folks in the chat room were there every Monday night, and uh, you know, Adam and Rain and 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 everybody, and and uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, a- and actually, today or tomorrow marks one month since the the website uh, and everything officially came down. Uh, it was a tough decision to make, but haven't done the show in pff, almost five, four or five years now. And wow. Um, uh, and the cost, uh, essentially what happened was the renewal for the website hosting came around again, and the cost uh, continues to increase, and I'm not doing the show anymore, and I figured there's, you know, whatever the future holds, there's a more appropriate, affordable option available. And so I decided essentially not to renew it, and so there's no more filterfreeradio.com, um, and it's been up ever since. August 1st, 2011, when we launched the show from Washington, D.C. Oh, wow. And um, so it's been, you know, that that was uh, a project six years in the making. Got it on syndicated terrestrial on AM radio in Washington, D.C. That's right. And um, all of you were a part of that. And so I want to thank you. Um, but uh, as I mentioned, uh, today, tomorrow... Marks one month since the site was taken down for financial reasons. And so when a door closes, a window opens. Um, The truth is I have started to produce little bits and pieces, elements to maybe a new show that I would love to start doing. And I've finally got to a point where I can wrap my head around an idea of what I want to do now. And... uh, (laughs) <laughs> filter free radio was a lot of fun but that kind of that kind of thing would even burn out somebody who likes to do it and so i kind of if 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 there was if if filter free radio and turn up the night had a child um you know where you can still have those opinions and have those ideas and talk about that but you have fun you know yeah uh, <laughs> you guys did and, some and serious do deep dive stuff on your show you know we, we you <laughs> like, know uh, we do we do that here, but not quite. I mean, because you you guys you and uh, skeptical Scott had some very intense philosophical debates, and that's kind of where you know I think we really differ. Because you always did have fun. There was always some fun there, but you know I, I think that 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 was the one thing you guys did, and it's not bad. I loved being part of that. I loved listening to it. It's just you know. That that's just the kind of guys you both of you and Scott were, and you you kind of initiated that and ran with it, and it worked. It was a it was a great formula. But this is exciting news, and I, I have to tell you, um, I run an internet radio station. So if you need a home for anything, I think we do. <laughs> I, uh, um, I, I'll, I'll just I'll just leave it with you know I've I've been you know I've been out of the, the you know the national. Um, 
uh, uh, progressive uh, news circle for the last, you know, two or three years, kind of focusing on a more of a local, uh, local news, local community kind of thing. And so I'm, I'm really not exactly sure what the future holds yet. I, I know that uh, there's a new show coming and a new project, exactly what it's going to be focused on. You know, maybe that's up for debate. Um, uh, and, and exactly when we're going to do it and how we're going to do it, that's yet to be determined mm -hmm. and who all is in, and who all is involved. I don't know yet, but, uh, the pieces have started to come together and I'm really excited for that. And, uh, you guys are the first to know about it. So, well, this is a uh, news alert. I, I, I think, uh, we need, a maybe, uh, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, we need this for that. Not an amen, not a boogity amen, not... Not a uh, any other ah man. We need this. Boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka, and boom boom shakalaka goes right there. Yeah. Oh, see, I thought we were going for the Bobby Briggs. Amen. No, I, um, I couldn't remember his name, but no, I think that was fitting. That was good. So, are uh, you going to have a ducky now? Yeah. <laughs> are you going to have a terrestrial radio show? Oh, I wish. No, I, I don't, is, I'm not there. Okay, then. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Well, I you think never know. I at this no point, uh, we're, we, okay. we will. You, uh, what, what is going to happen? I think he's going to be on Indie Media Weekly. Why not? Let's do it live. <laughs> yeah. Do it live. Do it live. Get you, do it, do, you know, syndicated podcast, whatever you want. I'll even host your podcast for free on my SoundCloud account. I'll archive your old ones if you still have them on my SoundCloud account. Cause I pay fifteen bucks a month for unlimited storage. Shit, there's somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. got handy. <laughs> so we'll talk. Well, that's inside baseball. That we'll talk about later. But yeah, that that could be great. Are you going to record it like before you go to work? Oh God, no, not at no, no, <laughs> not, <laughs> no, not at insane o'clock. <laughs> no, that's insane. No, no, but um, yeah, I think we're gonna. I, I, I want to have fun. I want to be, um, you know, I, it, just like you said earlier. You've taken those limitations off of the show, yeah, and now it feels better, and you're having more fun, and you get to groove back. That's exactly what I want to do. I felt, <laughs> I always felt a little guilty about this because the whole filter-free thing. I mean, yeah, there was a big hardcore filter on it, and uh, and there were hardcore no. <laughs> limitations on it. But, but um, yeah, when you remove those limitations and you really have a freedom of creativity on a, on a project that you want to do, that that just brings so much more of that, um, you know, that unique uh, creativity that flow to come through that project. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's what you want. That's what's going to work. Well, uh, Jacob, I'm going to argue that sometimes hardcore filters are very important, especially with what we heard at Starbucks in recent years. They were taking specimens of male semen, and they were putting it in the blends of their their uh, latte. Latte, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <My goodness. laughs> were, were those Great Lakes semen? Uh, they could have been. Good, uh, good God. They could have been airmen. I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> Talk about the record of Edmonds Fitzgerald. Could have, could have been merchant marines for all. Latte. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jacob, um, do you still talk to Skeptical Scott? Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, um, he actually came out to Portland uh, for a week. Uh, oh, and this was about a, I want to say this is about a year ago now, maybe a year and a half ago. He came out for a week and we, you know, uh, hung out and, and 
did the whole Portland thing and had a great time and and caught up and um, and uh, yeah, last I talked to him, talked to him about a week ago. Um, <laughs> same same old uh, same old dude, same old shit. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Uh, I've lost touch with him, and I'd like to get back in touch with him. Yeah, absolutely. We can make that happen for sure. Uh, he, Scott he loves. He's he an loves awesome guys, dude. So. He's he an awesome is, dude. He's he is a dude for sure. No, he's a righteous <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love the guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. He he means well. He's a good guy. You betcha. Yeah, just pass it on to him if you can. I'm sorry to bring personal stuff into the show. No, uh, he is he is busy working and uh, hanging out with his lady friends. So um, what? Wait, you said lady friends. <laughs> Lady friend, singular. So. <laughs> see, I could totally see him having a couple of lady friends. A harem? Yeah, why not? Is he Mormon? What? Oh my! Okay, so now <laughs> no, I really need to get in touch with him. I'm kidding. I I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I bet he does have magic underwear, though. I, I, I don't know about that. Jacob probably would. <laughs> yeah, they're filter. They're filter-free underwear. Yeah, oh, they nice. probably are. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So that no, that I, is I adore Scott and I do miss him and I just want you to pass it on please. That is very, extremely exciting news. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, so that that is good. Um. By the way, we're we're uh, filling up our Mad Libs here, uh, everybody, and thank you to our chat room. Um. But uh, you know, uh, yeah, this is very exciting. And Adam, I or I'm, I'm sorry, Jacob. I I God damn it, I'm doing it again, messing up names. <laughs> Jacob, I can't wait to talk more about this because. Um, that we're, uh, yeah, we, you are all, the door is always open for any contribution from you, um, on Indie Media Weekly. As soon as I get that turkey going, this would be the first spot it's going to go. Nice. Very good. Well, that's what I like to hear. So, uh, all right. Well, on that note, I think, uh, I want to start things up by talking about this, uh, story. Um, you know, we're in touch here, folks. We are in touch. Um, but there are people who are not in touch, and um, I'm going to read this this quick uh, post that I made earlier today, and then share a little bit of this story. And actually, Rain, would you like to read what uh, read what uh, Steve Mnuchin's uh, wife said today? On uh, if you, it's the last thing I posted on my Facebook page. All right, let me go um, to it. Yes, I would like to. Well, read it. Can let I me read it the way. Let, I yeah, yeah, you can read it any in in whatever fashion you like, but I'm going to read what I posted um today with the story and that is, I wonder how many Trump cultists realize that Steve Mnuchin is a big Hollywood producer. The Lego Movie, Wonder Woman, and Mad Max Fury Road are a few films bankrolled by Mnuchin, and the right wing moaned about their politically correct content endlessly. Now, all of a sudden, none of that matters, and this B-movie Hollywood elite actress wife uh, of his is insulting a working class American, and they're okay with it. The Trump cult has zero self-awareness, but I know that's not news. Yeah, so, and, and, uh, and real quick, what did they complain about about the Lego movie? Oh, it was Mr. Corporation or whatever was the bad guy, so corporations were evil in that. President then, Business. Yes, President Business, yes. And then in Wonder Woman, what did they complain about? Oh, her costume's not American enough. They didn't put the stars and the eagle on it uh, like they did or whatever. And then Mad Max Fury Road, they were like, oh, feminazis and, you know, that, that ain't right. You know, uh, so, you know, they complained about all that, and I'm sure there were plenty other complaints about that. I'm sure they were screeching social justice from the trailer parks. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, those are all 
things that Steve Mnuchin dumped money into after he profited off of the, the housing market crash. He took all the money he made from ripping off Americans and dumped it into a bunch of movies, like a whole shitload of movies in the last like three years. And um, yeah, so and now he is uh, he is has has a, a a protective armor of Trump Trump cultists, and he can do no wrong now. And but today uh, or yesterday, uh, his wife was on Instagram, right, Rain? Yes, her now um, deleted Instagram account. Oh no, she just Pri- privatized it. I think privatized. Um, yeah, she just took it away so all the little people couldn't look at it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so tell, tell give us a little more about that. Uh, well, oh, I don't even know what else to say. Um, evidently, her Instagram, and I saw the post where she had you know tag you know hashtag Hermes hashtag Valentino all this other crap where she was kind of saying you know make America great again. Right? Yeah. Getting this right so far? Yep. Um, and, and I'm going straight from your Mediate link because I, I, they nailed it. A person responded to her saying, glad we could pay for your little getaway. And the important part about this is that Steve Mnuchin and his wife, I, I, what is her name? God. It Lovey, is. Lovey, Lovey Howell the third. Uh, her name <laughs> is... Um, <laughs> It is uh, it, LL. Uh, her initials are LL. That's what I know. Uh, Lin- Linton. 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 Is Linton is her it's last name. It's, it's Louise. Yeah. Louise Lo- Linton. Louise Linton. But I'd, like okay. it, I'd like you to read the, the post she put on there. Rain is so, Lovey Howell the third. Okay. Could you do yeah. that? Well, I would. All right. Let me see. <laughs> let me see if I could read it. Oh, no pressure. Am I close enough? No yeah, pressure. that's good. Sure. That's good. Yeah, that's excellent. Oh, do, do you think this is a personal trip? Adorable. Do you think the U.S. government paid for a honeymoon or personal travel? Lol, 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 lol. Have you given more to the economy than me and my husband? Either as an individual earner or t- in taxes or in self-sacrifice to your country. I'm sorry. I'm going I'm going to Melania. I can't help it here, guys. <laughs> no, that's it's, okay. a, it's fine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we paid more taxes towards you. And actually, by the way, she was born in Europe. She's Scottish. Yeah. Yes. I can't do Scottish accents. And you know what? If it's not Scottish, it's crap. Or if it's Scottish (laughs) and your first name is Louise and you're married to Mnuchin, you are crap. Um, I'm pretty sure we paid more taxes towards our day quote-unquote trip than you did. Pretty sure the amount we sacrifice per year is a lot more than you'd be willing to sacrifice if the choice was yours. You're adorably out of touch. Thanks for the passive-aggressive nasty comments. Your kids look very cute. Your life looks cute. I know you're mad, but deep down you're really nice, and so am I. Sending me passive-aggressive Instagram comments isn't going to make life feel better. Maybe a nice massage, sick. One filled with wisdom and humanity, sick. Would get more traction. Have a pleasant evening. Go chill out and watch a new Game of Thrones. It's fab. Shut up. Oh, my God. I just want to point this out. She said humanity. Humanity? <laughs> oh, the humanity. This oh. woman is, is a very, very bad woman. <laughs> oh, I, I would like but, to play this uh, in response. I would like to play this in she, response to that real quick. <laughs> And this. Shut up! She. I, I just want to remind you, Kenny. You you still do. You still have permission to use the grievance drop 
if you well, want. Well, if I have it... She uh, makes uh, Steve Mnuchin look human. Yeah. That's, that's hard, because he looks like the creature from the Green Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, th- he's here all night, ladies and gentlemen. It was actually, it was, you know, that guy I found on Twitter yesher. Say it again, was right? the first one who, who he brought this up and, and sent the article to Huffington Post. And he basically said, this is let them eat cake. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, um, were you done, Rain? I'm sorry. I'm done. Don't be yeah, sorry. I thought so. Adam, go. Stop. <laughs> um, that post just oozes of entitlement. She thinks she's entitled to this. I pay taxes, so I'm entitled to travel at your expense. Shut up, peasant, and go back to, you know, whatever it is you do, you stupid crap farmer. You know, I mean, they, yeah. I, this is how they think, is that, that they pay taxes, so they're entitled to free shit. Louise Linton made an awful lot of money off of buying up um, houses that were in foreclosure. Oh, she did too? Yes. Oh, that's probably how her and Mnuchin met because he was that yes. kind of same kind of shitbag. I I wasn't sure if we were going to talk about this tonight, and I I don't have the link in front of me. But her her money. I mean, she didn't. She's she has purportedly she's worth over five hundred million dollars. And if you take a look at her acting credits, it, that money wasn't from acting. Oh no! Oh no! It wasn't. So, yeah, look at IMDb. I mean, I think the biggest movie she did was like Cabin in the Woods or something like that. Oh, jeez. She's, she's not. She's not even good enough to make it in a Sharknado movie. I could just see. Actually, I could just see the romantic meeting. Cabin in the, the Cabin meeting. in the Woods was pretty cool, though. That was a Joss Whedon movie. Go ahead, Rain. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it in the chat room. I found it. This is from the Working Families Party. They. They put a tweet, and I have to look more into it, but I'm pretty sure that the Working Families Party isn't going to bullshit about this. Um, they said the wife of the our foreclosure bankster, Mnuchin, tagged brands on her Instagram. We tagged how she bought them. Iraq, Iraq vet, vet, eviction, cancer family foreclosure, recent widow's home, Olsen eviction, Holocaust survivor's home, Smith family eviction, 90-year-old's oh home God. over 20-cent payment error. Dying couple foreclosure, um, Barfield family home. This woman has made her. She's made her money the way that her husband made on her, misery, made his money. on mis- human yes. misery and suffering. I could just see so, how they met. So she's another member of the asshole family. I could just see how they yeah. met. They probably met when they both went to step on the throat of the same eighty-year-old woman they just kicked out of their house. Yeah, it, that's what it looks like. That's and it, it was like love at first slight. It was love at first boot. Yeah, well, I, I was <laughs> saying love at first. Well, love God. at first slight. That is that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, our, Jacob, you know let's. What, let, do you know what I learned today? I got I know we have to get to Jacob, but I had to tell you something. What I learned? They just got married in June. Oh yeah, and this is offici- yeah. You know who officiated their wedding, right? Satan, Trump, close. <laughs> Mike Pence. They got married at the White House. Ew, that's you, sick. Yeah, you were right, Adam. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jacob that's Dean the gets the of- <laughs> Jacob Dean gets the A train. There you go. 
that's the that's the burden of being me. I'm right all the time. Yes, uh, yes, and of course, uh, everybody remember to tr- just in June. Try your waitresses and tip the veal. Um, and uh, <laughs> 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 so, uh, but Jacob, let's get your take on this before we go to break. Um, you know, um, <sighs> I, it's tough because you know, actually, I've um, I, I've really tried to keep a safe distance and and not dive into it too much, and yeah. um, and so I. I, I, I kind of tune out, um, but uh, the bits and pieces that I pick up, you know, it's it's just been it's it, it, the shit show imploding has been everything that you thought it would be and more. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, in some ways, it's really scary. I mean, we just talked to some folks uh, who who left the country, moved up to Canada uh, because of, of of what's going on, and so it's it's just it's it's crazy. It's not surprising. <laughs> that that somebody would actually literally move out of this country to Canada, so yeah, you know, yeah. I, I mean, that I mean, all a boot a? And, a, and 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 I mean, I'll, I'll sit here and, and make jokes about it and laugh about it all day long, and you know, and they kind of really hit home. It was like uh, part of the interview; they were saying people up there they don't think it's funny at all. It's no joke. I mean, it's like serious. It's like oh shit, you know. Especially you know, a couple of weeks ago when the you know North Korea threat and, and all these things are going on, and it's just it's. It's crazy, right. man. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, and See, uh, that's a really good point yeah. because it's we've had such a shit show. It was only a week and a half ago that we were looking down the barrel of a nuclear war, and you know here we are. And um, we laugh about yeah. we laugh about you know this Mnuchin and his wife and all this stuff, but seriously. A week, maybe two. It was. I don't even think it was two weeks ago. To be honest with you, we were facing down nuclear war, and then a couple of days later, oh, we were facing down Nazis marching in Charlottesville. Yeah, but I, I mean, z- honestly, the zombie guess- apocalypse is next. I believe. Oh, for so next sure. Next on the itinerary. I- Go ahead, Jacob. Uh, last word from you, and then we got to hit the break. I just said, but the short answer to your question, Kenny, is simply I'm just I'm I'm not surprised by anything that comes any news that that comes out of out of right now. I'm just I'm not surprised. I I you know, and you're right. uh, You know, that's where I was all along when you when you posted your, uh, you know, uh, one two three. You know, are are you know uh, are is what was your question again? You you asked. is, is it, it as it, bad it, as you it, thought, it, it, worse than you thought, or not as bad, or whatever? You know, it's just as bad as I thought it was going to be with Trump. And I think we all pretty much here on this show agree it's definitely as bad as we thought because we have very vivid ima- imaginations. And, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Lovecraft so would be like, damn! Yeah. Holy. <laughs> So, uh, and even less racist, too. So, <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. We're going to listen to a, a fun, uh, uh, kind-hearted song by Bob Rouse. Of course, Bobber in D.C. Reigns Bobber half. And that song is called The Heart. We're going to listen to that on break. We'll be right back. And we're going to finish our Mad Libs. Thank you, chat room. They're mostly filled out. We got three on board. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
Jacob, you're going to love this shit. It's ridiculous. So uh, we'll be right back with the last segment of this Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick in just a few minutes. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, Glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of My Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Enterprise. Thank you, Portland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you, Scranton. Welcome back to the final segment of this Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Hi. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and, oh, yes, and Jacob Dean, you are getting so much love from our chat room right now and giving a lot of love in our chat room right now because uh, you're, you're meeting new friends, re, 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 reacquainting yourself with old friends, and um, yeah, you know, this is, uh, this is this we're going to have to write this one down in the history books on Indie Media Weekly. Oh, so much love. Feeling the love. Got so much love to catch up on. Love you all. Oh, the lo- yeah. feel the love. Feel yeah. the love. This is why I love Jacob. Because he does. Uh, yeah. Jacob it is a hugger. He will hug you. He hugs hard. Oh, my. He will hug the shit out of you. I just read. I just read. The uh, I'm a hogger too. Adam Hebert can attest to that. Joe can attest yes. to that too. So, oh, yes. so. Yes. I, my ribs just got back. Good, good. Yeah, I he I, I squeezed Joe so hard he actually pooped out five ribs. Yes. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's... If I was Adam, I would have had five wives right then. So. Uh... You know what? Not you, Adam. The Adam. The uh, oh, yes, the Adam. I figured. So. See, oh, you got it. So, the, yes, and uh, but yeah, I hugged him, and all of a sudden, there were the ribs. 
So uh, sorry, I got. I got out my. I feel like the only woman here right now. I got my. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Rain. You are so alone right now. But yes, I got out my uh, my Trump chart flarp. Everybody. Oh wait, I, I don't have an armed right. There you go. So my fart putty, everybody. That sounds so gross. I mean, when I do that, I kind of feel bad after I do mess with the flarp because it almost just sounds like I'm putting the microphone up to my butt. Uh, you know, because it's that realistic. But it's not. It's really flarp. It's but we, just... but we know you're prof- you're enough of a professional to not put the microphone up to your ass, Kenny. I am. Um, that's how. <laughs> I'd have to be pretty fast to be able to talk to you and go. You know. So. <laughs> See, there's a new thing. Jacob hasn't encountered flarp on the show yet. So, have you ever played with that yeah. stuff? And speak, Jacob. I... It's 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 a it's a fart putty. It's it's great. Oh yeah, you like mash it in the little container. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, Adam, you, you, of, you of yeah, getting, go ahead. Oh my well, god, I, I've been saving this joke. Speaking of getting love, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm not going to do anything major spoiler, but I think after this Sunday's episode of Game of Thrones, uh, Daenerys can expect an early winter with lots of snow. Oh, see, I don't know about that. I I might have to. I might have to. The, <laughs> And also do. I, t- I don't know. I didn't drop the big one. Oh, oh, let me tell you something, Adam. For the past three minutes, everybody's been dropping the big one on this show. Yeah, the, uh, the big spoiler. Oh, and you know, Jacob. The thing is, uh, speaking of dropping the big ones, um, uh, you were our reverse call-in person, and there was a certain word you didn't say during reverse call-in that many people in the chat might want to know. Do you know what that word uh-oh. is, or do you need a hint? Yeah, you... Uh, uh-oh. It's a, um, ma- it's a male... It. It, it's a technical term for a male organ. That oh. women don't have. Oh, oh, right, and I can't... Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, that, that word you can't say, what, was, wasn't it penis? Yes. Don't say penis in this house! There you go. Thank you. We got oh, that out got of the way. Oh, he got a Dublin! So... <laughs> penis? Was that it? <laughs> yes, you got it. You definitely did. Don't say penis in this house. All right. See, so, Rain, Rain was trying to throw you off there and get you to say prostate. Uh, yes. <laughs> you can say prostate in this house. Oh, yes. Joe, that no. was so good. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's not the word we were looking for. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no. Don't say no. prostate in this house. <laughs> <laughs> prostate is a bridge too far. <laughs> That's what my doctor said to me the other yeah. day. Sure. So that, that prostate's a bridge too far. <laughs> I don't have facts to back this up. But a, but, right. but a prostate is a bridge too far. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got rain on a roll tonight. This is awesome. Uh, how do we get in this ditch? I don't know, but we're, I'm going to try and I dig it. I blame myself. Uh, My you pain. should, Adam. So you you are all to blame. a prostate, walk into a bar. <laughs> uh, she's <laughs> all right, prostate all right. Says, prostate Here we're, says... Prostate says, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Or, okay. Uh, okay. Let's do this. We, we got Mad Libs action to get to. So yeah, we're, 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 uh, this is a work in progress. Of course, as always. All right. Mad Libs, everyone. 
All right, Adam. Go ahead before Mad Libs. What is it? I'm sorry. I was saying hot, hot Mad Libs action. Yes, yes. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. <laughs> oh, God bless Mad Libs. All right. Here we go, everybody. We got three Mad Libs tonight. Most of this is filled out, but there are still some words I need from all of my people here. So we're going to go alphabetical order tonight, um, unless I think unless somebody gets stuck with the same two categories to finish this out. So, Adam Hebert, I need a verb ending with ing, and if you want to make it dirty, you can. <laughs> Am I being encouraged? I always encourage people to be sleazy, gross, dirty, whatever with Mad Libs. Don't play it safe. Oh. Cut loose. Say those words you would never say in front of your grandmother. I-N-G, brother. I- well, I could tell you I would never say fucking in front of my grandmother. See, there oh. you go. Fucking it is. Uh, and <laughs> Okay, so alphabetical order. Uh, Mr. Jacob Dean, you get a tame one for the first time around uh, because you get a number. I'm going to have to follow that up with 69. Damn. Well played, my friend. <laughs> I'm sorry. Joe Santo, do not be sorry. This is Mad Libs. You know what? There's only one thing more egregious than, than saying penis in this house. Um, Don't say penis, penis, penis. Oh, I'm sorry. I played the wrong <laughs> <laughs> It was skipping. It was skipping on me. Um, there's only one thing worse than saying genital organ, which is the penis. Um, <laughs> there's only one thing worse than saying the p word, and that's saying sorry during Mad Libs. So there you go. Uh, so Joe Santorza, we need a letter in the alphabet, my friend. F. F. C. Nice. C. And C rain, yeah. rain. I need an exclamation. Oh, fuck was already taken. Well, well, you, it could be a multiple word exclamation. God damn fucking bullshit! I'm trying not to get sexist. Well, let's do god damn it because that's that. Let's we, do good goddamn fucking asshole. There. Uh, okay, so goddamn fucking asshole. Okay, goddamn is fine. Goddamn is fine. Fucking is fine. The asshole, can we say butthole? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we can do. We can, okay. I'm, I'm just being stupid. I we my need inner- to censor asshole, but f- goddamn fucking is okay. Um, <laughs> Wait, right. we don't have to censor fucking, but we have to censor asshole? Uh, I, I because it's copyright. Mike, check radio with Adam Hebert. I was being ironic. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, all right, Adam Hebert, look at you. You get a number, my friend. Oh, you even have to ask what my number is going to be? 42. 42. There we go. And uh, Jacob Dean, lucky, lucky, part of the body. <laughs> <laughs> but I was told not to say it. If I if I said it again, would I get in trouble? If I said like penis? It. Can yes, I uh, you you probably would get in trouble if you said Don't it. Don't say penis in this house. I'm just gonna have to work with it, though. I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> it, rules are rules. You said it. I wrote it. And uh, <laughs> Joe Santorza, I need a past tense verb. 
<laughs> I was going to say prostated. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write it oh down. I'll write it down if you want that. I don't think that's... It, it might I, not I be a word, but we bend the rules here. It's fine. They threw me out of how a about, Scrabble game. How about... What does that even how about, mean? I got it. I got it, Joe. I how about... They, I tried about, to use it in Scrabble. And I how about... It. How about prostate checked? <laughs> okay. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> See, best of both worlds there. So, so. By the way, it's worth 100 points in Scrabble if they let you get away with it. Oh, okay. I, so. I actually know that. He's right. Take as many points as you want if you get away with it. Uh, that's right. That's so, <laughs> worth a billion points. Or 42. Uh, <laughs> all right, and here Over we go. Over 9,000. Ah. We need... We need the name of a. Uh, oh wait, we're, we're, Rain, uh, you're next. So we need the name of a uh, Trump supporter, Trump cultist, uh, Trump administration person. Any anybody in the orbit of Trump, and I'll let you know if I've already used it because I already wrote a couple in. Okay, I'm going to go with Sebastian Gorka. That nah, hasn't been used. Very good. I'm going to put. Hasn't? No, it has not been used. You're good. Oh, okay. I'm writing. Ooh, I'm writing Sebi Gorka uh, for short. So, <laughs> all right. So, Adam Hebert, I need a place. We're almost done here. Finish line coming up. It's in sight. A place. Yeah. Oh, is that real imagined or doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> Atlantis. Atlantis. That could make things interesting. This could be a game changer, everyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jacob Dean, you get the same uh, task as Rain had. I need the name of a Trump supporter or somebody in Trump's orbit. You know, uh, somebody who, who loves Trump or works for Trump or vice versa. Or both. Uh, Family member. I'm okay with that. How about uh, the mooch? What, uh, did, what did Rain pick? Scaramucci. Uh, she said Sebastian Gorka. So, okay. uh, uh, what's oh, Scaramucci's what's Scaramucci's first name? I don't know. Well, uh, I'll just put the mooch. I'll just put the mooch because that's what you said, and that's good. Um, uh, all right, and uh, we have uh, one last one. Joe Santorsa, Lucky Ducky, part of the body, plural. Hmm. Cockles. Cockles. <laughs> My cockles Don't have often cockles in this house. My cockles have often been warm. You guys are gonna laugh your asses off when you hear what the second two uh, or the the second and third titles are for for Mad Libs tonight. All right, here we go. So this is uh, the reading of the three Mad Libs for this evening before we wrap up the show. The first one is called "Did You Ever Have One of Those Days." I bet you did. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Dear Diary, what a sordid day. I forgot my gym veal, so the seminal teacher made me do 100 fucking jacks. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, jumping jacks are one thing, but fucking jacks, that is a whole other ball of wax there. So it was seminal. Oh, that's not what you're doing them with. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> so. I mean, they could so be. We're talking about Florida, right? Yeah. Well, no, not Seminole, but Seminole, as in. Um, oh. Oops. Okay. Uh, uh, definition of Seminole, Adam, is a, 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 a 
mm, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so uh, it, uh, I was uh, late getting to homeroom, and the teacher had me write 69 times, I promise not to be racist ever again. When it wasn't Trump, uh, wasn't her teacher. Um, <laughs> as if that's not enough, I was in the bathroom and dropped my new report in the Seaman. Oh my god! I can't turn I in a. I, I can't turn in a soaking wet air man. <laughs> so I'm probably. Oh, and this is great, Joe. You nailed it. So I'm probably gonna get an F. <laughs> that was the letter. <laughs> that actually Damn is it. the first time the, the perfect, appropriate thing was picked. Um, did I mention someone spilled a bowl of stylish soup all over me at lunch? And worse than that, I bit into an apple and cracked the filling in my flea-ridden molar. Goddamn fucking asshole. <laughs> I guess I got my <laughs> I guess I just got up on the wrong side of the spatula this morning. Alright, there was there was the first one. <laughs> well, you know the the great thing about if you wake up on the wrong side of the spatula, you can just get yourself flipped right back over. Right? That's right. So <laughs> that's right. Just straighten out your cockles and get going. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so this is great. The last two Mad Libs are hippie speak part parts one and two. I, I jumped to the already. back of the book. So yeah, so here we go. Hippie speak part one. In addition to their distinctive style of dressing, hippies have their own indifferent language. Here are some of the most popular holes. <laughs> <laughs> Here groovy did have holes. Groovy, yes. groovy meant cool. That Steve Mnuchin is one groovy cheese ball. <laughs> <laughs> far out, far out was forty-two times better than groovy. My mom's letting me go to the lopsided concert with Louise Linton. Far out. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to dig it meant to understand. When my teacher asked if I understood the titillating homework, I nodded my penis and said, I dig it. I need to read that sentence one more time because that is pure fiction. Not perfection, pure fiction. To dig it meant to understand. When my teacher asked if I understood the titillating homework, I nodded my penis and said, I dig it. <laughs> and now I have to... Yes. Don't save penis in this house! Yes, there we go. And, <laughs> and at that point, the teacher was taken out of the classroom and said, I, no. Can you guys get yours to nod? I I, I don't know if I'm uh, if I'm that proficient yet. So <laughs> I feel bad because I used to use these expressions. Wait, wait never no, with pe no, never with nodding penis. Okay, so the opposite of nodding is oh, no. the opposite of nodding is shaking one's head, right? Oh, oh, now I just <laughs> oh, I I just 
feel terrible for even uh, just knock it off, Kenny Pig. Uh, I wish it tipped me off. <laughs> oh, see, oh, see, oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right, let's finish this one up because uh, we're we're almost towards the end here. Uh, so uh, let me see. Threads referred to clothing. Man between her peace sign teddy bears. And her tie-dyed bookshelves. She's got a really she she's got really dapper threads. <laughs> See that kind of took it <laughs> really dapper threads. Um, if something was a gas, it meant you really had uh, you really had infinitesimal time. It was a gas when we prostate checked with our friends at in Canada. So. <laughs> So you know, <laughs> wait a minute. Now my doctor gives me gas when he checks my prostate in Canada. But well, I have to go there for health care. Yeah. Oh, do I you? I don't even know where this is going. I have no idea. Joe, well, this is. I want to know that your prostate is okay. It's swollen, but it's all right. Okay. All right. All right. Well, here we go. We have. Uh, oh, here we are. Hippie speak yeah, part hippie speak part two from Mad Libs. All right. Oh, and I, I forgot to mention the volume of Mad Libs we are working from. Um, this is get the party started. Mad Libs is what it is. So hippie speak part two. Your pad was your home or the place where you hung your protest. <laughs> Let's go hang out at Sebastian Gorka's pad and listen to some mediocre bebop. Uh, to to crash meant to sleep you look heated why don't you go into the bedroom and crash on the humbuggery Uh, when you split you left Atlantis as soon as the opossum rang we split from school and went shopping for Nazi threads (laughs) Oh no! No! <laughs> oh. No! Uh-oh. That was no. the beginning of the alt right people. See, yes. see, that is, uh, that is, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, we're gonna buzz that. Um, and then the scene referred to a place where something obnoxious was going on. If, um, oh my god, I can't read my handwriting there. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. If the mooch is in the principal's office. It must be a limp scene. Well, poor guy. Mooch. He should. Uh, it's a limp should, scene for the mooch. He should nod his not head for the Bannon. <laughs> or he should shake his head or it's, nod. He's busy sucking his own car. <laughs> 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 happening. <laughs> happening. Yeah, they'll do yeah. that. Too much. He got yeah. in touch with himself. That's for sure. Oh, oh, okay. Now it all might be too much at this point. You know, uh, <laughs> Francie's probably uh, calling calling for this right now. It's too much. It's kind of stupid too. No! Yeah. Can you feel bad so. that the mooch ended up in the principal's office? I do too. So, all right, last last uh, uh, couple here. Uh, happening, happening, described a place where every liver was having fun between the corrupt music and the delicious pimples. Oh, the party was happening. There, there are no delicious pimples. I'm sorry, unless that is some kind of German dessert. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> Um, well, you can mix the pimple juice with some kind of creaminess and some vodka. Oh, God. And San- maybe some Santorum. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, no. 
Oh, that is just no a, ooh, no term. Okay. <laughs> oh. Famous hot gravy. Now with our famous hot gravy. All right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I knew that one would get Jacob going. Uh, So, all right. Last one uh, on this. Peace out meant goodbye. He held up two cockles as he left for the dossier and said, peace out. There you go, everybody. Those are our Mad Libs for this evening. So, uh, Jacob, what did you think? Your first experience with the... Live Mad Libs on the air. That was awesome. Loved could you, it. Could you do that on hell your yeah. station? <laughs> well, hell yeah. I love it. You got to have fun, you know, and and, uh, and you never get the same thing twice. So I love it. That's awesome. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I got to keep buying Mad Libs. And one of these days we'll have a contest where everybody, somebody wins all of the filled out Mad Libs that I've done on the show. And they can relive the, the joy and whatever. And one of these days, I'm also going to do uh, the bat, the 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 best, uh, the best of Mad Libs on this show, and we'll do that for a special. I mean, it's a win-win all around. So, hell yeah! Uh, all right, let's go ahead and wrap things up uh, right now. Thank you, everybody in the chat room. That was a lot of fun for uh, Mad Libs. It was actually one to grow on, I think. And that's one to grow on. There you go. So, uh, all right, let's go ahead and uh, finish things out for the evening. I'll tell you what, let's go alphabetical order again on the program to wrap things up. Uh, Adam Hebert, what is your parting shot tonight, my friend? Um, Well, first of all, it was awesome to hang out with Jacob Dean again. He really needs to show up more often. And thank you, Kenny, for having me as always. Uh, It's always a lot of fun. And uh, we got a lot of great nerd stuff coming up, as I've been teasing on Mike Check Radio, including we'll be doing our – sometime in October, we'll be doing our um, deep dive into Twin Peaks. The finale is coming up in two weeks. I know. And you know so what's we'll cr- you know what's really point. crazy though is that Twin Peaks started before Game of Thrones ended and will continue. Uh, I'm sorry, Twin Peaks started before Game of Thrones started and it will end after Game of Thrones finishes. You mean this the season, right? Yeah, the season. Right. I just want to make sure. But uh, well, well, speaking of that, we'll also be doing the Game of Thrones special three out. You know, three hours uh, where. We're going to, you know, dissect what's happened and uh, predict what we think will happen in the final season. Of course, our summer blockbuster, our summer uh, blockbuster movie special, including uh, what were the movies we agreed on? I know we agreed on Alien Covenant, Wonder Woman. We agreed on that. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Spider-Man Homecoming, I think, were, were the ones. Yes, our Blu-ray review special. It's going to be very fun. So. Yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah, and of it, course, I might be going to AWA as as a member of the press again. So we'll ha- if I get that press pass, uh, you know, we'll have great interviews from AWA. Yeah, I think you'll get it. You got it last time, and I, I don't, it, you know, should be should be good. We'll see. But uh, all right, and I should be there for all three hours uh, this Saturday, I believe, because I think Susan might be going to Akron on Saturday. So I'll keep you posted. Yay. Um, but yeah, uh, Jacob Dean, what a, what a pleasant surprise having you show up tonight. I mean, you've been here off and on, uh, over the, the months and and years and whatnot, but it was really great to get you on and what, what exciting news we had tonight that you might be, uh, uh, working on a, a new program. 
starting to starting to put the pieces together and uh, figuring out how the puzzle starts to look. And you guys would definitely be some of the first to know and and to, and to get the look at it once we put the darn thing together. And uh, Kenny and Adam and and Rain and and Joe, nice to meet you, bud. It's uh, you know, I love you guys. It's it's an honor to be here. Always an honor, and privilege, and shout out to everybody in the chat room. Long time no chat, and uh, hope hope all is well. All is well on this end. We're rocking and rolling, and uh, you know, doing some local stuff here in Portland. But uh, we'll we'll be in touch sooner than later. And uh, you know, just keep up the good fight. Keep kicking ass, and and uh, you know, hang in there. And uh, you know, keep up the good fight. Well, Rock and, and remind everybody how to listen to your uh, morning show once again. Give us a shout. Uh, I put my email in the chat room. Uh, you can always drop me a line. It's my my name, Jacob Dean at kxl.com website is kxl.com uh the thing is is it's a conservative talk station uh so you don't want to listen to that but we do uh news in the morning um and the news in the afternoon and that's what i produce and uh, i am a reporter and i do stories you'll you'll actually hear me um actually uh you'll hear me wednesdays uh and thursday afternoons uh, four to seven Pacific time. I do the sports reports on Saturday mornings, nice. uh, and then we have like an uh, an overnight. And I'm really not into sports, you know. I mean, like I like to go bowling and and fishing. <laughs> <laughs> but but, uh, but as soon as they make a bowling fishing report, you are you're their man. <laughs> you know, people think uh, you know I like sports because I'm a guy. I mean, I like Gatorade, but that's as far as it goes. Um, no. <laughs> Gotcha. That's a bad joke. So, well, Sorry, no, no, I, I, I dig it. You know, because I'm, you know, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of the sports ball, but Rain and Joe, they hold their own here on the program. So, um, but yeah. What so, do you mean every, by that? What do you mean by that? <laughs> I, but that Rain and Joe hold their own because you, you know, some stuff about sports, and I don't know shit. Oh, oh I, I thought it was a masturbatory kind of. No, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, god damn it, Joe. Joe, I'm not talking about you. Hold on, I'm I'm not talking about Joe holding his penis. Don't say penis in this house. (laughs) I'm talking about him knowing things about sports. That is it. That is all. (laughs) And on that note, Jacob, it was it was a it was a pleasure having you on. We're going to talk a lot more and figure out what's going on. I'm very excited about that. Joe Santorsa, uh, what's your parting (laughs) shot, sir? Oh, you don't want it. Uh, but uh, oh well, I yeah, think see, know what his parting shot is. Oh no! Oh no! It's just gotten Dang. so wrong so fast. In the ditch we went. <laughs> oh my! All God. right, Joe, what do you got? Do you have? Do you have no decorum? Um, <laughs> no, here. I don't. This is for I Adam. But three hours with a bunch of men. No, I don't. <laughs> I was. Right. And an hour Adam, I was just watching. Uh, I was just watching Pence introduce Trump. You know what it reminded me of? A Kowaki and must... monkey lizard introducing Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> I thought you'd get a kick out. Of it. <laughs> yeah, <That was> my... <laughs> you do a great Kowaki and monkey lizard. You know that? Well, my thank you. I take pride in my Kowaki and monkey my lizard God. impression. Okay. It's much it's much better than my Max Smart impression. Oh, well, you know, but uh, that's it. 
That's it. And uh, uh, I won't be on Friday's show, of course. I, I'm going to do sports ball Friday night. But uh, Yeah, I think we might have Miles and Michelle possibly sitting in for you. We'll, i got to oh, check my great. calendar. That's great. My, Miles and Michelle will be great. And um, I'll, I'll be back on Tuesday. 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 There we go. Tuesday. Yep. All right, Rain, you uh, get the final uh, word on tonight's program. What you got? I, I just want to have... I don't want to have any words because we had enough talk about parting shots. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's pretty much what I've got. I got I got nothing. Friday night's going to be my last time for until the Tuesday after Labor Day. That's right. That's right. And uh, I've got Phil. I'll be here Friday and then I'm going to Florida, baby. Perfect. Oh, so you're going on vacation or is it is this business or pleasure? Oh, it's pleasure. Oh, it's pleasure, baby. It's pleasure. It's total pleasure. All well, right. you know, if you want to swing by Enterprise, you know, you you know, Mikasa Esukasa. Mm, are you near South Florida? Not that close to South no. Florida at all. Yeah. But on that note, Rain will have a much greater parting shot on Friday. But I want to remind everybody, get your contest submissions in uh, by this Friday, yes. if you can. On the show post for tonight, the announcement for tonight's show, on the Turnips page, on uh, in, uh, Facebook, or if you're not on Facebook, tweet at me what your idea is for the alt-right war toy chest. <laughs> That's what it is. Yes. So basically, come up with your own, like the, the Bannon fidget spinner. We want your alt-right themed toy that they're going to ineffectively use to fight a war against leftists um and again the grand prize is my prize winning chili seasoning um uh, a photoshopped mock-up of your alt-right toy and uh we will make a an audio commercial for said toy of course a parody uh, of that and some other great stuff and there will also be second and third uh, place prizes as well that I'll send out um, and uh, yeah and it, there will be some lassie stuff in there for everybody interested because Mr. Santorsa gave me some great stuff I still have a lassie watch still got a lassie watch so and two two shirts as well and uh, but yeah so so yeah definitely work on that if you cannot get on Facebook to submit your thing like I said send it to me on Twitter in a personal message or or if you need my email to send it out do it because like I said we're gonna do a commercial for you if you want to write the whole thing you can if you just want to give us a basic idea we'll you know run with it for you but I'll tell you what your chances increase of winning if you have a completely fleshed out concept that'll be amazing so all right that's all we got for tonight. Jacob Dean, what a magical time we had tonight. This is so exciting. I'm glad to have you back on uh, uh, on the radar here, my friend. And bigger and better things are yet to come. Always good to be here. Love you guys. We'll, we'll do it again. Soon. All right. Excellent. Here we go, everybody. We're going to wrap things up. Thank you, Rain, uh, Adam, and Joe. See everybody on Friday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs>
I think you can understand, you know, the situation I'm in. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. All right. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, everybody.